still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. Wow. You'd have told me any day this year prior to last week. I'd have taken the bet that the Diamondbacks would be in a Game 7 for the National League Championship Series. There isn't a day this year. You've got to be excited, fam. I am confused. Last night about uh, fourth inning, Schwarber got a hit, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was actually cheering for the Phillies for a minute. I'm cheering against my, my childhood. I'm cheering against my past. As we all know. Earlier this year, I I said I would break loyalties if the Diamondbacks. I made I made bets. A man stands with his bets, right? I basically made the proclamation. I I stamped it. I watermarked it right there on the air with the date and the time I said it. That if the Diamondbacks get to the World Series, I will abandon my Cubs, who at the time I was very angry with. But it had that eerie uh, story behind it that the the freakiness the of the be- of the bird killing a bird with your ace. Throwing a baseball and killing a bird is about to go two for two if the Diamondbacks can manage tonight's game. That is the weirdest thing. And that will come up a ton in the uh, world. Or will it? I don't know. Maybe they're going to be so... It hasn't as a yeah, yet, it hasn't yet. Weird. You'd think they'd be afraid to uh, piss off PETA or make that a funny thing. Yeah. Or hope that it doesn't become a tradition where the Diamondbacks release a bunch of doves and then chuck <laughs> baseballs at them. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it, but that's that's not <laughs> how it the happened. Pictures lined up. Yeah, just like all right, boys. If the ace hits it, we're going to the series. It has to be natural. It has to be. Yeah. Now, Randy Johnson, when he did it, the bird blew the f- up. Merrill Kelly hit it and just kind of like limp bodied it to the ground, and it was dead and gone. And they were—I don't know if they were doing long toss in the outfield or if he was just kind of wasn't like pitching warmups. He was just he was doing some. Uh, some warm-ups. Extra, yeah, some uh, pitching arm warm-ups, which are those, the long toss, the most fun thing in baseball history. I used to love that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he was even in depth in long toss. He might have been at 180 feet. It wasn't anything big. But he killed a bird with it. Bird strike. Bird strike. Dead bird. Your ace. That's all that counted. And when we said it, like, ah. And, and I remember hearing, oh, last time this happened, the Diamondbacks went to the World Series. I'm not saying that we should do this all the time. I'm like, good Lord, is this media stupid? Maybe not. Maybe I'm the dumb one. I did laugh at it. I did say if that magic. I mean, I was I was making I was making jokes. It was lies. It was just all lies. I was basically saying that if this is the magic that it takes for your team to get to the, I am from a Cubs lineage. I, I grew up a Cub fan. I understand superstitions and jinxes and goats on baseball fields and Bartmans, Bartmans, and all like black cats and all sorts of stuff that keep you from getting there. I didn't understand that a ritualistic slaughter of an animal works. The people in Pompeii were right. Hawaiians were right. The old Romans were right. The old Christians were right. Pagans were right. You have to kill something in order to get something for yourself. Major League, the movie, right? They had, yeah, the, yeah. Pedro needed things killed. They sacrificed yep. a chicken. Yeah, they had a rooster. They got him a twelver of KFC, which is reasonably that's true. A bull Durham. Or Bull Durham, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. That's Robert Wills. But Wolf's Pedro character. needed sacrifices Pedro. too, so yeah. yeah. There you know. have it. 
I think when you know you need to sacrifice, it no longer works. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to happen. And there has to be some sort of ritual. I, so does Hollywood drink baby blood? <laughs> well, we already know that Tom Hanks and Oprah eat, eat babies. They don't even drink the blood. They, they, they dine on the flesh of the infant. That's Kabbalah. We knew that. Madonna, she's been doing it. How many of your friends have come out now saying, oh, I knew this the whole time. I mean, we got Dave Haar downstairs. I was listening to Jim Cross on the way in, and he's all like, I had a feeling about this team at the beginning of the oh, season. I'm like, here we, go. here we go. Stop it, Cross. <laughs> Love Jim Cross. Never met him, but I've, uh, I've talked about him and been around people who know him well enough. That I've I heard think, him so many times yeah. at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Jim Cross <laughs> live in front of an empty building and <laughs> absolutely f- miserable about it. Well, send it out to Jim Cross, who's down at the zone at 3.30 in the morning. Yep, you mother sent me down here with all these filthy hippies and homeless. <laughs> I got uh, you know hypodermic needles shooting at me like it's a 1970s or an 1870s war with the Indians. <laughs> Jim Cross down at the homeless mess called the zone. Crazy hard news. He should add that <laughs> in. At the end. He should. And he's an expert on everything, too. I love the Jim Crow. Uh, let's turn to our wildfire expert, Jim Cross, who's in studio. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I've seen fire before. I know how fireworks, air, fire, boom, forest. Jim Cross, absolutely miserable about this report. Sometimes it looks me in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I've stared down a fire before. Uh, I thought about getting in because I work for you pieces of shit. Jim Cross hates his life. He sounds like he's rolling out of bed. Like yeah. He's laying in bed <laughs> still. You know that. I mean? We yeah. woke Jim Cross for this. What the f*** oh, you that, guys want? That car seat's fully laid back <laughs> yeah. as he's doing his call. Oh, it's yeah. a story about drunk driving? Oh, yeah, drunk driving. It's horrible. Jim Cross uh, with the obvious story of the year. Wait until he has one. Looks like there's going to be a forest fire that's just getting ready to start. Right. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> We're about to, it's about to be a woman and her child in an apartment building. It goes up in smoke. But don't look for bullet holes in their heads. She didn't piss me off that bad. Jim Cross, absolutely miserable relationship going on right now. He's wrong. He never was. If that's true, he'd have been spouting off about it all. He had... Every news story they, they throw to that guy, it doesn't matter what it is. It's time to talk about ovarian cancer. Here's our ovarian cancer expert, Jim Cross. Yeah, inside a woman's had these bumps in there. You know, you want to look out for that. Jim Cross, uh, I know you're better than you. Stop it. You knew this. You had a feeling about this team. We all did, that they were going to be average. That was the feeling we had. Here they are, game seven, the best two words in sports. Let's the Astros. Game seven. Tonight, Phillies, Diamondbacks. And if they win, they're going to the World Series. That is mind-blowing. I'm a non-fan, and I'm just absolutely wrapped up in this. Not, not bandwagoning. I'm, abs- I'm blown away that there's my friend from Chicago text yesterday said, oh, boy. Get ready for $35 World Series tickets because you guys don't care. I'm like, it's weird to watch an entire city not only get excited about something, but while they're excited about it, learn the names. <laughs> none of none of us. Like, I follow baseball, and I'm still yeah. like, uh, Marte second, Perdomo's out there. I know uh, Ava Walker. Longoria is yeah, still I there. Know him. Yeah, Ava Longoria is there, and he's just been there for a little while. Ava. <laughs> yeah, that's how we remember him. Yeah. It's true. Ava's there. Okay. Christian Walker used to be Paul Goldschmidt. Sort of a similar build. 
Now their catcher is Mexican. Uh, <laughs> that third guy has too many A's in his name. Oh, oh, oh uh, they've got two of those. Guy that's the color of Grimace's hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Griel. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's right. Oh, I know him. <laughs> your, your, your Lordy's, oh, it's Madonna's daughter, Lourdes Gurriel. <laughs> We don't know. Most of the city don't know, but you're learning the roster as you are watching a team possibly go to the World Series and to go in against a team you can beat. The Rangers are a team that, just like the Diamondbacks, were good for most of the year and then just caved in. And now they're playing good again. It's crazy. Weren't the Diamondbacks in first place at the All-Star break? Like, they were like a game or two. People were like, what is going on there? And then they kind of came back to earth. I was like, there they are. Now we get it. Here they are, game seven. And in Disney storybook fashion, you roll out the rookie. The rookie goes out there uh, and it's, uh, you can't even, you can't write it. It's it's incredible. So go get them, boys. Out there in Philly. Do you mean that? Did exactly, huh? Do you mean that? No. I don't know what I'm rooting for, man. <laughs> I, I have a whole drawer filled with Cubs stuff I looked at the other day, and I'm like, God dang it, I can't. But I am mad at the Cubs, even still to this moment. I'm mad at the Cubs for what their owners and managers did to the World Series team seven years ago. Eh, you got your World Series fans. We're not paying these guys. And, you know, probably made the right. But Anthony Rizzo should have stayed a Cub forever, no matter what. We had a guy named Frank Schweibel <laughs> for like two years at first base after Rizzo left. And nobody seemed to care that that wasn't a good idea. And he was like, yeah, he's fine. Like, no, he's not. He's terrible. Like, I don't know any of these idiots. Who are these guys? It doesn't matter. We'll go sign Gary Gaetti or something. You'll be having like, he's 80. And they went out and had a decent half a year and surprised everybody. But they still pissed me off. And now the Diamondbacks who've done it the right way through the... You know, picking up the right free agents here and there, not really overspending. They did with Madison Bumgarner. And going, but yeah. even their front office, even their front office, didn't know this year that they had a team that had a chance. They were still relying heavily on on Mad Bum. They're like, this is a guy that's going to get us through. He's our three or four, and they didn't know they 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 were piecemealing a team together in spring. Some of these guys weren't even on. The Tommy Pham wasn't here. And, mm. you know, dudes like Corbin Carroll you knew was going to be really good. But you were still questioning Guriel. You didn't think Alec Thomas went back and forth, up and down. For, they didn't know what they had back in spring. And here they are. Oh, this is amazing. And, yes, it is confusing to me because I don't know whether I should stand by my insane commentary back in May or whenever that was, June. And I think I was making light, like, that's the day I met the made the bet on FanDuel that the Mercury and the Diamondbacks would both go to their championships, respectively. Hilarious. No chance. And I was making like, hey, the Diamondbacks are in first. I, I didn't think it would lie. I didn't think it would. Can they take two from Philadelphia is the big question. We're acting like they're already in. This is a big day. It's a big game. And Philly goes out there with established players, and we go out there. Uh, we. I said it. Oh, with, you're, uh, already, yeah. you're already Fong. going. Woo! I don't know. Man. Let's go, D-backs. I was <laughs> in it. Like Friday and Saturday, I was there. I was cheering. I was, But I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the feelings. When they lost Saturday, I was like, well, well, nice run. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can truly. Here's the thing. Uh, the people that are actually emailing me like crazy, holding me to this nonsense. Do you really want a fan that doesn't have his heart in it? 
that is looking, still looking back at the old flame, thinking if they start playing, I'm going to probably end up feeling something there. They'll take it. Yeah. I Bring think they have it. to. You know what? They have to. They've got 47,000 of us, mm-hmm. uh, people who are like, all right, I'll get on this. I mean, the last time, there, you know, it's 2001. It's been a while. Yeah. I'm pulling Pretty for him. I mean, I'm not a D-backs fan, but I'm pulling for him. Oh, yeah. You know? It's fun. My team's not there, so yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Anyway. It, it would be neat. if it, You know, and it would be really cool for the Diamondbacks fans, the real ones, to have a team that wasn't purchased that pulls this off. One thing about that 2001 team was it was a business decision in 1998 to throw all the money at a roster to try to get a World Series to immediately indoctrinate young kids into in this city. Because they knew it's a transient town. Everybody's from somebody else. Me, Cubs fan. You, Reds fan. You, White Sox fan. We all have something came from somewhere else. So when a brand new franchise showed up, Jerry Colangelo's plan was get them in the playoffs fast. At least make them competitive early. That way little kids' first exposure to this team will be greatness. And it was. And it did create a young fan base immediately. Like you saw a lot of Diamondback stuff right away. And probably some fans, like I had a friend who was a Giants fan, is like, dude, I'm getting behind. I live here. I'm getting behind this. I'm not moving away anytime. I'm getting behind this because the Giants aren't doing anything for me, which is kind of how I feel about the Cubs. Yeah. And he went full Diamondbacks and has been since. And he had a kid at the time, too. It was like a little kid who loved it. So he saw that, you know, in his kid's eyes. I didn't grow up with that. My dad was a Pirates fan, and he used to tease me. It, just, it was relentless about being a Cubs fan. Just teased me nonstop. He didn't, he didn't see the love in my eyes for a Cubs team because we lived in that region. He saw the love in his eyes every time he saw the black and gold on TV because that's what he grew up with. So I don't have that. I don't want that either. That's horrible. Anyway, go get them Diamondbacks. Brandon fought. What is it? 5 o'clock? 5.07 pitch? 5.07, yeah. It doesn't feel like it's been 22 years, but it's been 22 years since they've had this chance. And, you know, this team has stumbled into the playoffs, been in an NLCS once before. It's kind of banged their way around as a franchise for the entire time outside of the first five years when they were terrible for a year. And then Johnson, Gonzalez, Matt Williams, Mark Grace, they started just loading that J-Bell. Everybody came from somewhere else. That was not a farm system build. Think of that team. And and they and their big issue well, Schilling was... Schilling and Johnson were the... Oh, they were you know, when that, ridiculous. No team could have a Schilling and Johnson combo today. That's how much money the 2001 team spent. You think about... That's... Otani, Evalde. I mean, they actually kind of have it a little bit over in Texas, but it's the expired versions. Well, the Mets tried it with Verlander and right. Scherzer. But it was, again, I guess Randy and Kurt were, they weren't prime players at the time, but they sure were playing about no, as high yeah. level as you can play. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to do. And the Mets were... Randy was the last one. I just remember that. Like we, He had multiple offers, you know. Yeah, and he wanted to come. Decided. Well, because... The pitch was, we are going to buy a championship, and we want you to be the guy who helps us do that. And Randy had been close a few times. I mean, there was a couple of teams he was on. You're like, these guys are going to – and then they blew it. I mean, nobody knows better than Toledo. That, what was that, 97, 96 Seattle team that won 118 games or something like that? Some ridiculous. Bounced out. Yeah, he was he was all about it. Like, let's get serious about this. So they bought one. So this is a, uh organic manifest – just winning the NL pennant, this is an organic thing. God damn it. I am torn. There we go. I am absolutely torn. I want the 
I want them to do well, but then what does that mean for me? And that's really what all things come down to in my life. What, what about me? I'm, I'm Instagram before Instagram. All I think about is how does this affect me and how do I avoid it? But here we go. And boy, it would be a great story if Brandon Fott went out there and did that again. How do you not fall in love with this team if the rookie goes out there and does so well? What do you got? Go D-backs 507. We're exactly 11 hours and four minutes from first pitch. Philly fans got their batteries ready to start throwing out on the field. They're going to be brutal tonight. And the Diamondbacks just do. You know what, though? They're a bully. You saw that last night because they, uh, big loudmouth, frankly, pieces of Philadelphia is New Jersey's jersey. (laughs) Yuck. Hate that town. So bad our founding father said, no, no more. Let's get out of this hole. I got to get out of here. They broke the bell. They gave Tom Hanks AIDS. That's all they're good for. They didn't even invent Philly cream cheese. They just put their name on it. I guarantee you somebody Jewish invented that and just got robbed out of the deal. But they're gonna. last night, they were mouthy, loud, and crazy, got bopped in the first inning, and sat with their arms folded like babies. This isn't what we're supposed to see. Boo-hoo. And they were quiet immediately. <laughs> they do not mouth off when they get punched. They're they a silence that big, yeah. ugly bully. <laughs> this one says, this is from Dylan. All right, Dylan. <laughs> a good one. It says, if Holmberg backs out of this, I think we need to collectively decide that Toledo is no longer the cuck on the show. That's right. Holmberg, just like a woman who's been abused, runs back to the team that doesn't care about him. And that's how I feel. <laughs> He's not wrong. God damn it. I've been abused for years by this team. And right when I was about to bail on them, they're like, here, we'll get a World Series. Dimebacks, you know, even being on the brink in 22 years, back to back. Come on. It's got the carrot out there. The 25-year-old... Franchise has. You should have done it in 06. Like, we got the championships. I'm done. I'm uh, Moving on. Oh. Uh, I should have. Oh, I almost did. Like, after they started getting rid of the whole thing. That's seven, all I wanted. In 17, when the Cubs were terrible, you're like, all right, World Series hangovers. 18, they come out of the gates and they're like, all right, we're just going to trade everybody. I'm like, what is going on? You're not going to pay these guys? It's about Wrigleyville. That's all they care about ah, now. Enjoy the heritage of baseball. What if I'm a Diamondbacks fan? The closest cool bar is Guy Fieri's. They have to burn that down, please. You got the H&H Ranch right there. I know. Still got to walk over through all those. There's a couple of good bars along the way. Ainsworth's kind of cool. Like, you know, you don't know. (laughs) Thanks, Biden. Come on. (laughs) You got the cool little Mexican cantina there. That's kind of nice. Thanks, Brett. You're doing it, too. And then you got to pass by that goddamn Guy Fieri tragedy. Look, how many restaurants have been in that building before? This one it won't just, go away. Oh. It's just not going to. It's a herpy on the face of the entire footprint of that place. Uh, Jerry and I can take care of that. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, that'll be it. I might have to do this. And just not hanging out with any of those sad sack Cub fans anymore. That's That's a plus. We fill the bleachers on a Monday afternoon in, in August, though. Spring training's different. It's a whole lot more fun at Wrigley Field than it is over there at Chase. But will that change? I don't think so, because that warehouse has no atmosphere. Oh, yeah, they're going to get their new stadium. Uh, yeah, that, and then I'll be, I'll be front lines on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Push to get a new stadium, get, a, get out of this dump. <laughs> that stadium is one of the biggest reasons the Diamondbacks don't have fans. There's nothing about that place that makes you feel like you're having a nice time. It's a 
dump. It's worse than Shea or the old uh, just dumps. Just the old Phillies and Pirates and those old circles stamped out stadiums that are garbage. This thing's no different. Three Rivers. Just no. There's zero atmosphere in that thing. It's awful. Even when it was packed full Friday, it just feels like you're in a box. You're in this weird little box. I hate that. It's loud. Well, eh. Every you get forty eight thousand people anywhere, it's loud. Yeah, I mean more so than the average. I mean, some of those stadiums are you know. Finally, it's nice to see that. Sure, having having it loud is is a nice thing. It's never loud. You got to get forty thousand people in there. May never do that. I don't know. Yeah, stupid time at that. Scott the bot downstairs. We talked about this. He actually has, but I have to give Scott the bot. But he's he doesn't have a belly button because he was created. It's his birthday today. He was created. He was not born uh, in a Mormon lab somewhere in... 3D printer? St. George, Utah. Maybe the first 3D printout that worked out to be like, well, it can live on its own. It's independent living Scott the Bot. <laughs> and for months, he'd be like, watch out for him. I'm like, they don't have the arms. And he's very... He's the most Mormon of Mormons when he talks to you because uh, when you say something that is contradictory to what he just said and not in a fighty manner... He just goes, well, maybe you're right. Like, he's one of those guys. Like, it's like he could say, hey, John, if you're, the sky's blue. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I consider it a little more magenta. Okay, maybe you're right. He just doesn't. He's non-confrontational. Yeah. So he'll tell me stuff about the Diamondbacks going to the playoffs back in July. I'm like, ah, you're out of your mind. They don't have deep enough pitching. And they still don't. He goes, ah, you're probably right. But it is fun for now. You got that. And then the Suns open their season tonight, too. How about this? Yeah, what are you going to be at the game and having like your phone up at the same well, time, or what are you they doing? Don't, they're, oh, they'll they're, have it up. They're on the road, so tonight's on the road. Oh, okay. so you got the home opener is Saturday. Okay, so split screens in. Oh yeah, I'm splitting the screens. Right. I'll watch that. I'm splitting them up, and uh, just crazy. It's just a weird, just a weird time right now for for Suns fans to sit there and say, "Well, we can't." You've got all, and by the way, the Coyotes have started pretty good. They're three and two. They're you know you, you got a nice little. This is a four-sport town, and it's the third time ever that all the teams will have a regular season or meaningful game going on the same week. <laughs> ever. That's pretty awesome. Well, I guess meaningful. The Coyotes are, yeah, it's October. <laughs> it means something later in the year, but, I mean, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, you got that tonight, 12 hours, 52 minutes until that tip-off. And they're taking on a great story there. Chris Paul is over with the Golden State Warriors now. So you get to see that. You get to see the brand new Suns. And that's tonight. Isn't that crazy? Ravens coming in town on Sunday. Yeah, the Ravens here Sunday. You've got maybe the World Series on Monday. Go f*** yourself. This is crazy. <laughs> We're the, it's the greatest sports city in the world if that happens. It really is. That's amazing. You got the TNT games of the week. You got Halloween, which would be Suns. Uh, I think they're well, they playing the Spurs. And Wembenyana's coming to town. That's the same day if there's the first game of the World Series would be here. Would be the game three here. Same night. Oh, my goodness. That's two days removed from the Ravens coming to town. Hopefully, Lamar Jackson's last game ever. That would be nice. Oh, could you imagine if the sports gods got over... That little cactus out there in West Valley and said, Lamar Jackson, it's your last day. Oh. What's that mean? Well, Lamar, you're you're done. Yeah, your ears are bleeding. You can't walk anymore. You're done. 
Well, I don't, well, what's that mean? I'm being, what are you talking about? You're not playing anymore. I'm, I'm, big trust. No, no more big trust. We're done with big trust. We're finished. You're all done. My ears bleed every time I hear him on an Oh, I can't. I, it's like watching Biden. It's like a young Biden. <laughs> I don't understand what either of these clowns are talking about. <laughs> Man, he has sort of a, he's Ur-Biden. Ur-Biden. I'm Big Trust. That was him coming around the corner. I'm Big Trust. What is Big Trust? That's the thing that holds up an opening. It's like a lamb beam. Is that what we're talking? Big Trust? No, no, no. I'm Big Trust. Lamar, you make no sense. Help us out here. What are you doing? Love everybody. People come out and Big Trust. All right. Goodbye, Lamar. I'm just going to call you Lamb Beam because you keep talking about trusses and support beams. I don't know what you're saying. This is my girdle. You're bringing up a long. <laughs> what is this? A load bearing wall? What are you pointing at? Big trust. I, I think it's fine. The bill, we're on the second floor. I don't even feel it shaking. Probably yes. Probably a big truss. And I don't know what you're saying. We found out the keystone to the game. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> well, wait, listen, man. Listen, to my friend. He'll tell you. Yeah, big trust. Oh no. <laughs> Get them both in the same room and have a conversation. It's like dementia on steroids. I, I, and it could be great. Lamar laying around going, ah, my leg. What hurts? Smashing legging. Your leggings? No, man. That's the man, my legging. I think he said it hurt his leggings. Are you wearing <laughs> leggings? <laughs> Tell no. me more about your footers. Well, no, my footers. Is, I got my big dress, my footers. I got no dog on. No one can understand you. That's Joe Biden. He'll translate. Yeah. Guy says he's got trouble with his leggings. <laughs> yeah, I got to fix them leggings. He know he's letting in. Hmm. I mean, Lamar, when Lamar Jackson does an interview, he should get canceled. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> big trust. What does big trust mean? Stop saying that. Biden should dump Kamala for his, uh, yeah, Lamar, his new running mate. Lamar Jackson gets $4 billion from Joe he, Biden. He says what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> he does? Yeah, jumbled up nonsense. He spews is what I'm thinking. It would be great, though, if Lamar came. To, I hate Lamar Jackson. I don't care what anybody coming here and say, I can't say things bad about that guy's career. Yes, I can. And I'm rooting for Dennis Gardeck to land on him funny, and his ears start bleeding. Ah, my ear hole. There you go. His ear holes are bleeding. You got to cart them off. I want him. I want his new nickname to be Blue Tent. That's right. I root for it. I don't care what you have to say about it. I'm allowed. That's terrible. Don't care. <laughs> Been a thorn in everybody's side for a long time. The media keeps trying to make him the greatest thing that's ever happened. One in one in six or one in five or one in six against my Steelers. So <laughs> big trust. And he got me off on this now. Anyway, Diamondbacks game tonight. <laughs> Let's go, D-backs. Oh, oh my God. We back. Yeah. You back. And so the other part, John, of uh, this one is, uh, the other part of being a Diamondback super fan with superstition is all the fans should send $10,000 in a hollowed-out book to this address. That's true. <laughs> true D-back fans will hollow out a book and send it to anyone who asks online like that flag lady did. Is she still up there? They don't show her anymore. I haven't seen her. She doesn't have as much room to run around in, so because well, there's actually yeah, there's people, people there. up yeah. there, and also uh, she's probably got to work on that nest egg again, right? Because she piled up bundles yeah, of I cash didn't hear for that. They, uh, you know, said to take us on us this year. 
Well, I think they did give her tickets, yeah. but I mean, still transportation, food. It's eighty five dollars for a beer and a hot dog. It's not like she's got that. Uh, not the best idea. Like maybe she borrow from Mary Lou Retton, who is out of uh, hospital now. She's out. <laughs> she's she's free and clear. She's out of the hospital, so maybe Mary Lou and that money she may or may not need. She raised a lot for her. Somehow or another, hasn't no insurance self. And then there's that other lady who had fake pancreatic cancer. Did you see her? She's 20. She said she had a tumor wrapped around her spine and had cancer in her pancreas as well. And uh, she's sort of pretty. No jail time. She raised $33,000. Because she's hot. Because she's a little bit hot. So, like, you pay that back. Wasn't enough. She gave a statement. Right. I'm wondering. If it was thirty three thousand, a lot of money though. That's a good chunk of lie change. So to you know? get your hands. If I lied to you and got thirty three grand out of you, you wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be happy probably with <laughs> the results here. Especially if I told you, hey, 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 it's cancer, and I don't know what happened, but my insurance lapsed. I need your help, and you give me thirty three grand, and you're like, I'm helping a guy out. Uh, you know, it's a nice thing to do, and he finds out that I have no cancer. And the worst part is, she said she didn't do it for the money. Her family wasn't getting along, and she needed them to pay attention to her. Boo-hoo. Yeah. So, I mean, her, quotes, her quotes were, her name's Madison Russo. She said... Uh, Mad dogs? Yeah, she said yeah. <laughs> And she said it. It was odd because I'm like, wow, that's interesting, and she's pretty. And then she goes, I did this cancer bit because... I'm like, wow, she sounds just like her dad. Here's something you don't know. Mad dog Russo's daughter didn't really have the cancer. Uh, she was given a probation and 10 years suspended sentence. Uh, she got to stay out of trouble for three years. I think that's her right there. Yeah. yeah that's a little right. orange, but she, you know, that's her mugshot. Uh, what are all these people that, like, have faked cancer? Like, here's oh, another one. You, did you just Google in fake cancer? Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and it's all girls. All Line them up. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. There's another one. That's, there's another one. Faking cancer is white women the same way. Well, there's one. That's, oh, a, that's good a black lady. There. So it's just women. Look at this. It's the same thing as when you can uh, kind of diagnose what a serial shooter looks like. It's like almost always a white kid. It's very rarely the other way. That is a white woman thing to do. They fake cancer. When they get, they're not above that. She said, I didn't do this for money. I did this for attention. Or I didn't do this for attention. I did this as an attempt to get my family back together. I fully acknowledge I was wrong and I'm incredibly sorry. If there's anything I could do to take it back, I would. The reality is that I can't. So I'll just pay my dues. Uh, the court mate uh, said she made her story up to fake cancer because her troubled fam- family wasn't focusing on her. B O O H O O. Man, how can I get people to like me more? Develop a personality, tell better stories, uh, learn like a skill. Nah, I'll fake cancer. That way, my family can't ignore me. That's a bad. That's a mistake. Fake Karma cancer. is a mother. Oh, it can be. Yeah. yeah. I hope she really gets it. Chicken Little gets it. And then her family's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we ain't all, helping. that's all you can root for with people who fake cancer. Kicked in the first time. Yeah. We ain't doing it the second time. Guys, this time I mean it. I'm like, all right, Chicken Little, out you go. It's Come amazing. On. Don't yeah. say uh, the having the kid fake cancer. Then the list is the same thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, using the people kid. saying kids had oh. cancer. That's a list. It's a white woman mm-hmm. thing. And I know people hate when I say that, especially the ones... White people, oh, you do that, but black people do it too. You're like, it's majority. Ask any criminal investigator. They have, we all act like this isn't a thing, and sometimes they're wrong, but most of the time, they know what to look for by the description of the crime. And faking cancer is a white lady thing. 
serial killers, a white guy thing. Occasionally, you'll get you'll get a, a curveball. This one has mayonnaise all over it. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's DNA and mayonnaise. Like, is this is a white serial killer? Don't even need to leave the mayonnaise. But thanks for the extra tip. We know what we're looking for. Most of the time, not always. Everything's not, but it's for the most part. There's a you know there's a profile that goes well. A stabbing. We're we're we're, we're sticking to brown town. We're gonna we're definitely not looking. And, and white people still stab, and black people stab. But let's be honest. I mean, we all do it too. If I say, oh, there was a shooting. On Twenty uh, Third Avenue in Indian School. Oh yeah, you, you, your brain pictures a guy. Well, it's an avenue. You, and now I'll say this: a woman faked her kid's cancer. Mm. The picture of the person in your head is pretty consistent. That's you, Postinos and Gilbert. That's, yeah, she left Postinos yeah. and came up with the idea because her friends are rich and she's not. Mm-hmm. And her husband's losing the ice cream job. I'm not going to be the president of Bluebell much longer, honey. It's like we got to come up with a plan. What if Kaden has? Cancer. And, uh, that's crazy talk. Don't actually do it, right? <laughs> no, I'm all right. Next thing you know. I have all of our troubles solved. No Just... one came to my kid's birthday party. <laughs> right. Yeah. White, white woman, a little bit overweight, dark hair. Sort of does that mid- mid-level cut like she's quitting, but not quite yet. Yeah, and that's a fact. A Mexican, there's no possible way a Mexican family has nobody came to my kid's birthday party. They have 60 people in a family forced to go, and free food. I mean, come on, they're going to that. (laughs) They don't even have to like the kid. A black woman's kid doesn't have anybody come to his birthday party. She's blaming him. She ain't going to go on social. You embarrass my ass one more time. I swear to God, I'm going to give you away like Toledo Day. (laughs) That's a white woman thing. Faking cancer is a white woman thing. No white men. I don't see any white dudes. I don't see any dudes faking cancer. Maybe a dude's in on it. but They're it's always, onto it too quick. The white woman's shaving her head. And you know why I think that is? It's because if a dude shaves his head, you'd question it. Because we can shave our heads. When a woman shaves her hair off, something's like she's got something. Because women don't volunteer their hair loss. I've seen hair loss on yeah, a woman that- before, and it is horrifying. <laughs> Megan had a reaction to antibiotics a few years ago. And, and was she had a, a medical thing going on that was like this massive dose of antibiotics had to be given to her. And her hair fell out on her head on the top in the size of like a little bit bigger than a quarter. And I mean, it happened dead bald like me. That was the end of her world. There was no consoling that. And talking to other women who have had hair loss. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And I sit there as a bald man thinking... Is it that bad? Like they like they'll tell you it's okay for you, but if it happens to them, it's like a curse of the Egyptian gods have laid some sort of a this is biblical to them. So when a woman shaves her head, usually it's cancer. Or a meltdown. Or Britney Spears meltdown. There's something wrong with her. What I'm saying, Britney Spears was not like we weren't like, oh, she's just doing this for just something wrong with her. A woman fakes cancer. Men shave his head. I got I think I got cancer. Friends would be like, well, Good on you then. Get on with it. <laughs> Let's go. What are you going to fight for? It? Woman shaves her. It's like, oh, that poor lady lost her hair. She's got to wear wigs and bandanas. And Women don't do that. White women do it. Try to raise money. Instead of doing exactly what you should do. I just did it because my family didn't like me. We weren't paying attention to me. Maybe because you never land the plane on a story. Maybe it's because you're constantly saying things that aren't interesting. you Come up with a way. They should have a thing for that. Like, they have comedy class at Scottsdale Community College. They asked me to speak at that once. Uh, no. 
a bunch of unfunny people praying and dying to be funny and just be like, guys, you're wasting your money here. It's, it's either have this or you don't. It's like radio school. The class. Yeah. Oh, it is. I, I went to radio school yeah. and I realized midway through, I'm like, oh, whoops. Uh, I'll just go knock on some doors. <laughs> this is, is uh, oof, the, you don't really need to be qualified. You just need to show up 18 or 19 hours and they start handing you jobs. Uh, it's, uh, it's very much like radio school. That's why that business closed. <laughs> My cousin spent 16 grand in one in Chicago. Now he manages a Verizon store. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was only eight. And it was still like, but 2000 and I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah. what do you do? Cab driver? What do you do? Cab driver? Like, what do they get a discount if you're a cab? They're like eight <laughs> cab drivers in the class. I'm like, oh, all right. And then some girl who showed up to school one day. She was actually pretty fun. She did radio for a little while, summer, but, you know eventually petered out she's got a pair of black jeans on she's sitting next to me i'm like how you doing she's laughing we're joking around school's about to start and uh she goes look and she points to her pants and i'm like would you spill your drink on you at lunch no my boyfriend on my pants i'm like oh sweet christ you didn't change your pants didn't have time we did it in the car oh for sake and then i realized oh this is uh, what radio people are like (laughs) And then it happened again yesterday when I was downstairs in sales. I'm like, you spilled something on your pants. No, my husband on my, my pants. I'm like, oh, sweet God, Ed. Why did you tell me that? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, radio school. I should have faked cancer to raise money to get it. It would have been more beneficial and a better life lesson. Uh, so don't fake cancer. Ladies, that's on you. But faking things like that is a bad idea. But, yeah, Mary Loretta, maybe she gets some cash. We'll get it back up to that flag lady. And I personally think flag lady's been the jinx. Ever since she started getting attention, this team's done nothing. And now she's gone, and they're back in. You know? For years, I used to say Wrigley Field was the jinx. I, Chicago Cub fans hated me. I'm like, you know what the problem is? We're all attached to this stadium of failure. It's beautiful. How do you tear it down? You can't. It's it's attached to failure for years. I'm like, tear it down and build a new one. I know people hate hearing that. And then they got there. See? I'm like, yeah, but then we remodeled the whole thing. It's basically not even close to the same place it used to be. It's just the ivy. So, flag lady goes away. Maybe she was the curse. And she could be there without the flags and stuff, laying she's low. She's at home just slowly uh, exacto knifing dollar size holes and pages of books. <laughs> met a new guy. Yeah. I met a new corporal. All right. Have you Googled him at least this time? Yes. Here's a drawing of him. There's no photos. It's a secret mission. He sent me a drawing of himself. He's, he's a big fan of the Renaissance era, so it's just artwork, no photos. He says he's 10% Native American. It steals his soul. Quit carving books up and putting money in them. But that's how men communicate with me. I got half a mind to contact Flag Lady and just see if she'll do it again. And then, you know, as an intervention. Oh, man. You know? See if see if it's stuck. Hey, look. I think I love you. You're just looking away out of this. That <laughs> <laughs> could be that, too. Uh, let's get a wake-up song for Game 7 tonight. Sun's opener, Game 7. Big doings here in town. Uh, faking cancer. We got all sorts of topics you guys can hit. Uh, five eight five ninety eight hundred. That's the number. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at ninety eight KUPD All right then. 
Thank you, Alliance. This guy emailed me and he said, boy, you're not kidding around about women and their hair. You see a woman shaves her hair. Something horrible's happened where she's a criminal because that's the only time they'll do it. Uh, He says, we have lost family members since I've known her. We have lost three beloved pets. Broke our hearts top to bottom. But I have never in my life seen my wife as devastated as when she got her hair cut too short. It ruined lives. True story. Yeah. A woman's hair is the most important. You think you're important to your wife? You are not. That's why it's so scary that we talked about it last week when they stopped caring about their hair. A woman that doesn't care about her hair is a mental basket case. Like, it's different to just throw it up in a pony. She still knows she looks good. She still knows her hair. A woman who does not care about her hair, something is very, very wrong there. Like, you have to, that's years and years of psychiatric help because if she doesn't care about her hair at all, she's going to start murdering folks, probably. I think. And it's a matter of time. There'll be a kid in the back of a trunk. She's going to Casey Anthony that thing. But that's when you got to worry because we talked about it last week, those. When women just stop caring about their hair and cut it all off and get that weird, it's easy to manage hair in their 50s. Even the LPGA has hairstylists for the girls before they go on the course. <laughs> it's those it's a full out. They get their hair done. <laughs> they have to. They're going on TV. Their hair's important. It's that menopause thing. They, they, they go because they're crazy. They just got to cut all this off now. It's more, it's easier to manage as I become more of a man. Activists, unite! Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Even as much as we make fun of her, Megan Rapinoe still cares about her hair. She just wears it like Martin Short. We're not a big fan (laughs) of the style, but, you know, she's, it's definitely a style. She colors it. Yeah, she, she plays with it. It's playful. It's kind of her identity. As much as men look at her, and she doesn't care. She's not interested in an entire half of the population. Uh, we look at her and go, ugh, my wife ever did that, we'd have trouble. I'd date Lourdes Gurriel before her. He's got great hair. <laughs> and I expect his to be short like that. And if you show up with the pixie hair, you're great. That's fine. But you'd show up with lots of hair. If Matthias came home with pixie hair one day, he'd be like, oh, no. What happened? What do you mean? What happened to you mentally? Did someone... Did someone have you been? Do you have a repressed memory pop up and you cut off all your hair? Hello, Cordell and Cordell. Whenever a woman is unstable emotionally, Oof. what happens when they break up? Haircut. Every time, makeover. It's, 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 yeah, it's makeover, every yeah. single time there's an emotional change in their lives. Haircut, hair change. It's the most important thing to a woman. So this lady faking cancer, and she didn't shave her head. At least in the mug shop, she didn't have the guts to go through with that. They should have shaved her head when they did the mug shot. That's All right. right. All you right. want to see how it is? Here we go. Here you go, cancer lady. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a thing. That is a very real thing. Speaking of very real things, did I print that? Listen to this guy. Yeah, I did. Said, uh, hey, show. It just starts off show. That's a first. Normally cool. it's Holmberg, Chancellor, Brady. Guys. Yo, show. Yeah. Hey, boys. Morning sickness. This one says, show. Just wanted to email you to tell you I don't have any friends left except you guys. Not that we need to hang out or anything. I'm not asking for that. But the only time in my day where I don't feel like I'm in a room of people who think I'm an asshole is when you guys have uh, are in my ears. The reason why is I work with my ex-girlfriend's family. I'm not going to be here much longer. They think I'm Satan. And the reason is, is that I broke up with her when she was six months pregnant. 
That yeah. was that was last month. I realized as we got closer and closer and closer, I do not want kids. I have no drive. All of my family friends were basically uh, from her since we moved here six years ago, and I was here to work for her parents' company. Anyway, I'm going to pay for the kid. I'm going to take care of him that way. But I recently wrote a letter to her and her family saying I don't really want to know it. (laughs) Wow. I'm not driven to feel empathy or compassion towards a kid. And I think a kid would be better off with someone that doesn't resent them right off the bat, which is what I'm already doing. Isn't it better what I'm doing, honestly, rather than faking a life like I want this? I see that with all sorts of my uh, coworkers. Anyway, thanks for being there for me, Morning Sickness. You're all I have now, uh, except the girl I hosed that I met online, but that's not serious. Uh, she has no idea what I've done. Riley. <laughs> so he's already got a piece. He's, he's going to put another baby in. That's raw dog, bro. And <laughs> Guess what? And, there, and then, then he created another yeah. one exactly hey, right. By the by, I want to be friends with this guy. <laughs> he sounds like a party. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I mean, could you imagine showing up to work every day? Uh, no, I can't. Your ex is there. I can't. Uh, I can't. Daddy's even, company. I, I can't even grasp making eye contact with that person ever again. I break up with a girl who's six months pregnant, and then have the nerve. Imagine the a dad. month later firing off a letter to your boss, dad, to them. And if you're the dad, you're like, you don't want to fire him because. Then he's going to get more bitter. And now my daughter won't have money for the kid because this dude's got to pay for it. So this is the only way you get. Oh, what a disaster. We're going to bring him out six years ago. He's a great worker. You know what? It's great. You're dating my daughter. (laughs) Six years ago, they're like, I think it's wonderful what you kids have started. And I'd like to make an offer that I don't think you're going to be able to refuse, Riley. I want to make you the VP of my operation that I've worked since I was 12 to, to build. You guys are going to have a great family. That's great, Mr. Johnson. I appreciate it. I'm going to treat your daughter like a queen, as long as she never gets pregnant. (laughs) What was that last part? Nothing. That's a good young lad there, honey. We're lucky to have Riley in our lives. Fast forward to August I think he was trying to be himself. He's pretty clear, but the family just didn't see it. Well. He's really good. I'll tell you (laughs) this. Met a girl online. My first wife would not hear me. Yeah. It, that's exactly right. Would not hear me. I do not want kids. You'll change. They always think that. You will not. And, and I don't want them. And I don't know why. But I never did. And I and I had to kind of wrestle with that for a long time of like, why don't I? Is there something? But then you just realize, no, I think you just, some people do and some people don't. And there is something to the idea of knowing. The, the, here's the difference, though. Had I knocked her up, I would have adapted and changed completely to say i've done this i played i played the game and now i've got to you know be responsible for this i would have made the uh, changes necessary if if kids were you know i would i wouldn't have just run away from it i wouldn't have toledo's dadded the whole thing and just said well i'm still gonna party with these prostitutes but she would not hear me and i say that to everybody women and men Take it very seriously when your partner says, I don't have a drive for children. You are on two different pages that cannot be fixed. And don't fall for the ultimatum. Yeah. just happened before then. Then we're breaking up because you don't have kids. And then the person comes back and says, you know what? I want to get back together. I want to have kids. If you don't want a child with me, I'm going to move on. And they play your emotions. because, And you shouldn't want a child with someone who says those words. 
that was where I got real confused. She's like, well, I want you to. And I'm like, I don't have it in me. My litmus test for wanting kids. For a while, there was pretty much every day. I would imagine the scenario of the door opening. She comes in, shuts it and says, I'm pregnant. And in my imaginary world of this scenario, am I happy or sad? And every time it was like she was delivering the news that she had tumors all over her heart. It was never a thought of like, that would be a great day mm. for her to come in. The, and that was when I was like, I don't want them until I can imagine a day that she says, I'm pregnant. And I think, God, that would be awesome. I want it to feel like if you walked in the door and said, I'm pregnant, that you just said, I just won $200,000. And now imagine that scenario. She comes in, opens the door. Guess what I did today? I won $200,000 on a scratcher. Now my fake, my imagination, the scenario is all happiness. There's never a moment of going, oh, that money's going to cause all sorts of trouble. Never once. But she says I'm pregnant. So that was my she, test in my brain. with the opposite. I just cost you yep. $200,000. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Race, whatever the price is. Start saving, dickhead, because it's <laughs> right. I think. People need to embrace that. I think there are a lot of people out there who think, ah, if she's pregnant, I'll just deal with it. And then you, you create this world of, like, kids who kind of aren't, you know, there's no excitement going into it. It's scary, but, you know, I want, like Brady was, like, 61 years old. He's like, I can do this. You were fine with it. You were so comfortable with it. I think when you're in your 30s and you're like, I don't really want them, so we'll, we'll have one and see. It's the worst thing you can do. It's not an appetizer at Applebee's. I've never had Thai sauce before. Let's give that a run. I can handle this. Right. I'll do it. I'll figure it out. And a lot of you do. But I think if you don't have kids and you're thinking to yourself, I don't want kids, don't force yourself to have them to see if you were right. A lot of you do it and you end up thinking, wow, I missed. I would have missed out on all this. That's great. But a lot of uh, us don't. You never wanted them. You never had the drive. At first, when I thought I was going to have them just because it's, you know, That's the thing, thing, yeah, thing you to do. do. Yeah. But then I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I, I, I don't want it. Now. If you'd have gotten someone pregnant, and she's like, you "Step up and do what you got to do." That's right, four hundred and forty dollars and all the graham crackers and spray. <laughs> no, and she's <laughs> but, like, "I'm keeping it." You, you become a response, yeah. not yeah. like this Riley Absolutely. character. Who, by the way, you don't have any friends in here, Riley. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm glad you like the show. Stick around. There's more. Emailing me saying we're your only friends, and then lay that on us. Look, we're against kids, but I mean <laughs> having kids. But it's not like if yeah. you have one. You got to take yeah. care of you. Got to step up. I'm against up. kids. I'm against losers too. Right. And he said he's paying for it. But to write a letter and say I really don't want it, don't. And I would say this advice to that is, don't cast yourself out of this deal quite yet. Maybe when that thing pops out, you will want to give know. it a chance. Yeah, give it a give it a run. You're going to hate it at first. They're but if they're not together, awful. you know, right now, which I sounds like they aren't on the best of terms. <laughs> well, the way he's acting, I mean, <laughs> you know, how could you be? <laughs> But again, if a, if a man is telling you, I don't want kids, don't put one in you to force the issue and go, he'll change. But there are people that are like that. There's My a ex lot was. Of, yeah. I think she would have done it, too. And there are people that have, like, you know, they're, like, really hesitant. Like, I don't think I can be a dad, you know, and all of a sudden it just, it changes yeah. your world. Right. Huh. But yeah. there are changes. Oh, you're going to you change. Get- you better. That's what Gilbert is. All those dudes who used to be fun had to go there to change diapers and personalities. Just for about 14 or 15 years. And once the kids like you go dark, you go dark for a long time and you start, you know, I can't, I got this kid thing. I go to tennis practice or I got to go. That's what Mark had to do Saturday or Sunday. Couldn't come to the Steelers game. I pop by, bring the dog. I can't. And Kate's got tennis. I'm like, she's 15. Like, she ain't going anywhere in tennis. Call right Uber. Now. What are you doing? 
Sometimes 15-year-olds are in Wimbledon. If she hasn't won a tournament by now, find a new hobby. Call her an Uber. Right. right. She's already. Right. <laughs> what does she need to go? Bicycle yeah. and a tennis racket? It's not hard. I used to ride on the bubble. I used to ride I mean, my bike. 15 and. With Uber? Uber? No. Yeah. For, nah, it's, I'm, I'm like a little more like, I think she could handle this. Nobody takes like, She needs no, to take Ubers. That's fine. Uber but drivers really don't go, you know, too many. There's been one or two occasions where I was like, hmm. Uber drivers don't steal Uber. kids. Like, kids rob Uber no, drivers. The Uber drivers are the ones who be afraid of your I, kids. I, I, yeah. We have friends that their kids yeah. are Uber. They should Uber all over. I used to have to. My, my parents were helicopter parents compared to most of the other kids. I, I, I used to ride my bike from Price and Southern to Extension and Southern with a bat rack on my back and gloves in it. I was 13, 12. That's a long ride. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... I Uber? Same thing. If, they, if, if my parents could have pawned me off on a neighbor to drive me over there, they would have done it in a heartbeat. There wasn't even an option. Like, you want to go over there, bike over there. I always go back to that stranger that took me whale watching because his son died. and we, I still don't know how. We might have killed him. My mom felt sorry for him, so she made me go whale watching with the neighbor guy in San Diego. <laughs> he lost his son. You'd be nice to him. Why do I have to go? You remind him of his son. And even I'm thinking, and this was before Dateline. Isn't this what's on TV all the time? Like that guy's gonna—I remind you—he's gonna start going, you know, fuzzy-faced and see his kid and then like drive me off to Oregon. You don't see this? I think my mom and dad wanted that to happen. They were pulling O'Reilly eight years later. Let's just get rid of it. So there I was with my friend Tony, the only black guy in Poway, California, standing on a boat with some strange dude staring at us, buying us hot dogs and making us watch whales. <laughs> get in your close ones. Let's snuggle. The great day. I do look, I think back, what a glorious afternoon that was. Uh, but looking back at it, I'm like, why wasn't everyone afraid of this? You wouldn't even let Kirby take an Uber. My mom's like, share climbing that opal with that dude and float over to the ocean and get on a boat with a strange guy who just had a dead kid. Like, what? And there I was on a boat in the middle of the Pacific. The guy whose name I don't even remember. You guys want some wieners? Tony, you're gonna, no, let's get a couple wieners. Sure. So how'd your son die? I don't talk about it. It was a maritime incident. <laughs> oh, great. He was killed by a black man. Yeah, a little one well, like him. Tony, let's get out of here. <laughs> well. Oh, yeah, there's a whale. We saw like two. It's kind of neat when you're eight to be abducted by a guy who takes you out sightseeing. And then things, he brought me home. Now, probably in 10 years or so, I'll be sitting in Katrina's office going, oh, geez, this, he fingered me the entire time. I didn't even realize it's just a repressed memory. I got to. <laughs> you remind me of my boy who died on a lathe. Oh, you put him there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, Kirby can't Uber. That drives me nuts. My friends. Use are, your own money. My friends. Are, yeah, that's why. It's good. <laughs> Yahoo on it again, huh? And I know why Brett doesn't want kids, because the eighth grade's going to roll around eventually, and karma's going to... You said it earlier, karma's a bitch. You ain't going to big sir. You got a daughter, she's catching one. You got a son, he's going to jail for yeah, one. Absolutely so. not. No way. Fingers flying. Yeah. I think of, like, raising me and how miserable I would have been, and I was a good kid. I didn't get in a lot of trouble, but I was still a pain in the ass. I can't imagine having one that's a pain in the ass. So, Riley, you're doing the wrong thing. That said... But women, when a guy tells you he's not, like, because I remember my ex-wife used to make me feel bad for it. So we're just playing house, like a couple of teenagers, 
no, we're adults. We just don't have kids. Well, all my friends are going to start having kids. I'm like, so? And then you turn into your parents. If all your friends were going to jump off a bridge, John, that's stupid. It's what people do. I don't want one. Well, that's immature. You're selfish. Right. That's what I've been saying. You married that. You Remember in the vows how I said I'm going to continue to be selfish and immature? That's what I told you that. This is ridiculous. Okay. I can't get mad at you for wanting them this bad with somebody that says no. Aren't you crazy? Doesn't that make you a lunatic? I don't want one. And you're telling me I'm wrong because you do. Lunatic. And then 9-11. God damn it. So close to ending that conversation. I think Muhammad Atta's like, there's that crazy bitch that wants to bothering that guy about kids. He doesn't want them, lady. <laughs> 9-11-er. She got loose and wanted kids even more. Like 9-11 sparked her ovaries. I don't know what happened. Those planes hit those buildings, but it made her ovaries work overtime. Spit them out like a potato gun. <laughs> Little notebooks around the house that would have notes that say, you know, uh, February 2022. Um, first test for child. And this is like December of 2001, she's starting to put out, like, that's the time she starts needing to test for a baby. And it's September 2000, or, uh, yeah, 2003. One child, house on water. Like, her goals book. Wow. And I'm like, with me? Am I involved in it? I don't see my name in any of this. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're in it. Don't worry about it. This is just what I need. You're going to provide all this stuff. I'm like, whoa. Very happy with donor. We're in trouble. (laughs) Donor seems unsuspecting. Still here. It's weird because there are women who get that, and it's baby fever. She's got she had a yeah, case of the baby have fever. Their plan, but she said it in the beginning. And again, I can sit back and say it's as much my fault for thinking that she was just going to turn around my way. She wasn't she real. It. She wasn't real pushy at first. She just said, "Yeah, someday I'd like to have." I'm like, I think everybody says that. Yeah. I, oh, I needed to dig deeper. That's as much my fault for saying, "Well, she'll change to my way" as I did her. Uh, thinking that she was going to manipulate and me. There is a part, I mean, that you do feel um, like it would, you know, you want to make them happy. And it's nothing that, like, I couldn't handle. Like, okay, that would really make her happy. It would make us happy. Right. Or, you know, but you have to make sure you're like, are that. you ready for that? Riley's a lunatic. He's the one knocking broads up with us. I give him the point that he's at least honest about that part. Of right. It. But and he said he's going to But he's not. It, I don't so. think he's been honest with them. I think he's too honest. I think at a certain point you well, just have to suck it up. But with reality. up until this point, I mean, he came over the job. You know, I don't know how the relationship started, but he came over you're here pretty deep her. into the family Gets now. Gets the gig. You got to know that she wanted to have sure, and kids. she had to know he didn't. So the impasse is we shouldn't bring a kid into this. Yeah, until, but I, I, I'm still raw dogging, man. Well, you. <laughs> well, you got a raw dog, Brady. It's hard to get a girl pregnant. Unless you're Mexican. Riley's not Mexican. There's no, no Mexican Riley out there. He's European. Riley? No, yeah. that doesn't work. He made up his name. Yeah. He's European and, uh, unless his girlfriend was Mexican. No, oh, no, no. Her, her dad owns a company. He uh, didn't say what kind of company. That's true. Is he on Terra Shop? Company. You just quit. Landscaping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a John. Me and my girl are almost 30. No kids. She has a sense of responsibility and wants someone to take care of us when we're older. And that's why she wants it. Uh, do I be smart and get my nuts cut off behind her back so I can go full blast mode on that? <laughs> then he added the word P. <laughs> and he spelled it wrong with an A-Y at the end. So what's that? Uh, no, do not get your nuts cut off behind her back. Stealth nut cutting. <laughs> That's a bad idea.
I don't know why I'm not getting pregnant. Yeah. Me either, man. But chicks can be nuts, but dudes are nuts too. Because uh, you know, again, it's the old Jim Brewers. Uh, Jim Brewers to have that thing. It's like when a woman announces her engagement and a man announces engagements, and she goes to her friends with a ring up. Let me go. And they all scream and lose their minds. And a guy comes from, guess what? I'm getting married. And all the guys are like, oh, no. We're going to lose a friend. She's not going to football on Sundays anymore, yeah. huh? Women have a party for your new life. And men have a party to celebrate your old life one last time. <laughs> it's not bachelorette parties all that. We're going to have so much fun. She's dressed as a bride already. She's just getting drunk. It's going to be so great going forward. And the guys are like, all right, man, this is it. It's the last one you're ever going to have. Strippers, naked ladies. It's all gone for you, bro. You're lamenting the past. They're looking forward. Hilarious. And babies are the same thing. But you're yeah. Gonna, you're going to take care of her. You're going to be great. I'm going to be taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bigger question, yeah. I have to pay for everything. And again, get half. Half of this is mine. <laughs> the uh, crazier part is working for somebody's parents that way. That's almost worse than dating someone at work. You know, boning people that their parents own the company you work for. That is a tightrope. You're in. You're you're in. You're you're theirs. They possess. There's some added pressures there for sure. And dude's got to sit there and go to work every single day. And put or or coming from, uh, you know, like the wife uh, has a family that has some money. And your job is, you know, you're doing what you can. Daddy's looking over there like, my daughter needs a certain lifestyle. You, you're not providing it. You have a friend whose father is a or father-in-law, prominent man, marries into the biz. Yeah. Oh. Find a new job. And it imploded. And it imploded. 20 years into yeah, it. And it imploded. And then everything. You don't just lose your marriage. Like the whole family goes, well, you're not working here anymore. You think you got a job too? No. I think of those Nat Geo specials when they're unearthing Egypt and like this this person was written out of the this right. king was written out of the family. Just gone. Don't date the daughter of the owner. Now you're yeah, that's crazy. I'd rather date a woman with four or five kids than the owner's whoa, whoa, daughter. Whoa, whoa, you whoa. heard me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah. That's a fact. The oh. owner I'd bone the owner's mean. daughter and lose my job. But I'm not dating her because now I'm locked in. And I'm going to be vice president of that paper company forever. And that weird little short-sleeved button-up shirt and that strange black tie that shows up with every son-in-law job. Ugh. Blech. No. Just have a name tag. Nepotism. Yeah. I'm I'm Nepo Baby. How are you? (laughs) Nepo Babies are the worst. Uh, that Riley email sounds like Toledo's dad's handwritten letter back in 1968. He pinned it to the laundry basket full of Toledo and his baby clothes. <laughs> could, could very well have been. Uh, Except that wasn't here yet when and, they had that and, conversation. Yeah, and your mom, well, his kid isn't here yet either. That's her. Well, if he did this a month ago and she was six months pregnant and he wrote the letter a month ago, she's probably pretty close to unloading that. Close. Yikes. Yeah, listen to each other. That's a big one. But I don't want, if a guy says he doesn't want kids, don't pursue it any further. And guys, if you don't want them, don't lie. Although that's going to be hard if she's really hot. And if a woman does want kids and you don't, or vice versa, you're on two different pages. That's going to rear up someday. Just don't. communication. Yes. Yeah. 
If a guy says he doesn't want to be married, don't have him marry you. Yeah, right. The other thing is I'm just not ready to get married. That's what all men say. I'll change. Don't. Just leave. They all think they can change. And don't do it as an ultimatum. Just leave. And guys, don't marry a girl because she's leaving. If she says I'm leaving, then she's willing to leave. the. Same with a guy. If anybody who says I'm willing to leave unless you tell me forever is next, forever isn't even on the table. Yep. Well then, good day. Yeah, so you long. You just want today. You yeah, need, you want right now. You're not thinking about the long term. Why don't you make me an honest woman? I don't know. In the shower the other day, it seemed like being a dishonest woman was right in your wheelhouse. Remember when you bent over and said, put it here, and I did? Uh, I don't remember you saying, make me an honest woman then. I think guilt is kicked in. <laughs> or your ass still hurts. Either way, I think we were doing just fine. Wait until I'm ready. I have a friend, a guy, whose uh, wife won't marry him. They've been together for like 18 years. She doesn't want to get married. She's like, it's stupid. Like, no kidding. Then I check for a wiener mark on her jeans. Well, there's no girl that ever says that. Marriage is stupid, but she's living with him for 17 years. We don't need to be married. Just we got everything we need. She makes a ton of money. He makes good money. I think they keep it all separate. You're doing that. You're going to yep. get married, though, for taxes. Yep. Good move. <laughs> it's a strong move. And she feels the same way. That's not just me. <laughs> it's a strong move. It's a good write-off. They're great. That marriage tax credit is pretty good. You start saving yourself some cash. April, yeah, right? Smart move. You're not do. You're never getting married. You're locked in, right? Well, we're common law, so we're talking about doing the marriage tax thing too. Yeah, that's pretty good. Just get yeah. it, get a paperwork on it. <laughs> And then you start getting into the common law thing, and that's only just to say, hey, if we ever get into a big enough fight, the wow. law's on our side. And the estate thing, too. Oh, so, yeah, oh, yeah. That's I mean, true. Got to visit each you other. You buy that house, and you've got actual property and stuff to divvy up. Yeah. And when, you know, your head finally tilts off of its axis, yep. and <laughs> she's got to visit you in the hospital, it's going to be impossible without the Also, marriage. ask yourself the question, does your significant other or wife, have you listed as a beneficiary on their <laughs> life insurance policy? Right. <laughs> When they're on yours? See, no, I watch enough Dateline to know I think that shouldn't be allowed. To be def- beneficiary? Yeah, I don't think you're allowed. I don't think you should do that. I don't think the beneficiary should be winning something if you die. I think it should bleed out slowly, you know, like. Well, that's the, you know, then when you get to the point where all of a sudden they're older and they switch the beneficiary, you're like, oh, a new friend comes in the equation right. and they yeah. go in and they get, you know, they're not in the right mind. Oh, yeah. That's that's way dementia old. I'm talking like yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, He's yeah. got a life insurance policy that I'm sure Lisa wins yep. if you die. Yep. I don't think that Lisa should be allowed. Lisa and Alex, they basically split it. I don't think that should be allowed. I think you should have to give it to a friend and have him slowly divvy it out to the girl or vice versa. I, I, I'm all be, for it. It should be go straight to an accountant that says you didn't get a big chunk of money for this. Here, we're just going to pay some bills. You get the basics. Well, and another reason to kind of get that. Yeah. Hold trust estate kind of thing. Exactly. In place. Because so I'm can, not a scratcher so ticket. That you, can put, you can put those right. kind of things in place. He died and things got better. Because that's what would happen. I mean, they say that you're worth more dead than alive. Man, oh man, is that true with me? Because thanks to you, she's got a government job. She's going to have a pension. <laughs> Gold mine. Excellent work there. Not if I have anything to say about it coming up. It's November. already done. <laughs> yeah, I know. But in November, I'm going to try her. to rescind that. <laughs> those red for red people piss me off with all their begging. <laughs> And take away your you got you work eight months a year and then you then you want to get paid forever. Stop it. I get it. You got it. But if you start begging for more cash, I'm taking away the long term. <laughs> you start hitting us one percenters up for that kind of crap. We're gonna start writing bills saying forget it. 
Lisa and all her teacher friends even said that that's the wrong way to go. Oh, yeah. Start barking at us. I'll bark back. And I, a lot more people, a lot more than me. <laughs> they write bills. You know, stop these red for red beggars. This is basically like the zone at every elementary school. Their hands out. We don't get paid enough for our passion. Yeah, well, guess it's not your passion. John, By the I- way, somebody said Toledo is an R word. They don't recognize common law in this state. And I've read that before, too. Uh, there's, there, it, it's wishy-washy because we've looked no. into it, too. <laughs> it is. And actually, it's a legal wishy-washy situation. Right. You probably straighten that up. Which, yeah. Benefits, yeah. which benefits her when my head lops off anyway. Yeah, what do I care? You and Riley need to talk because this wishy-washy thing seems to be a thing. <laughs> John, I do not want kids either. It's funny because every single time I say that to someone with kids, they always do what you said. You'll change your mind. Just yeah. watch. These are the same effing people who say, geez, it must be nice to sleep in until 9 o'clock on a weekend. <laughs> yeah, they are the ones that start barking about how good your life is. <laughs> I slept for 14 hours yesterday. I have kids. I haven't slept since the late 90s. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's amazing to see so many families or in the Gilbert area that have the five-pack. Like, I don't know how they do it. I don't either. I, I look at them like they're on fire. It's amazing. I, I, they, they are a forest fire. The roads around them are closed. They've got the, those plastered on fake smiles. Like, everything's going great just because they can't let public know how awful things actually are. Yikes. No, thank you. But words of wisdom for everybody out there. Listen to the person when they say, I don't want this and you want that. It comes down even to, like, living by the water. I want a house by the water someday. I want to live in a mountain. That's going to come up. Oh. you got to be on yeah. the same pages for long periods of time. In a few years, I'm going to have some property in Montana by oh, way of geez. Some, some, some dying. Now but you're one of those, like, those what's up, Grim Reaper? Now you're one of those guys. Wow. Like, you know, Look, we don't Nathan have to live Sutherland. there. Look, I don't when I finally that. get my ranch. Oh, man. Finally get that, well, they call it Bastard's Ranch. <laughs> it's up there in Montana just outside of Helena. <laughs> The old Circle B. The crazy part's going to be I'm going to be the first actual father to set foot on Bastard Ranch. Uh, usually there's just <laughs> tracks right. leading out. And my stepdad doesn't have any of his own either. You're you can still so we had him uh, we had him fossilize the uh, tire tracks as they sped away from Bastard Ranch. <laughs> Toledo's Yellowstone's going to be Don't awesome. Say, yeah, this is yeah, t- Taylor Sheridan has nothing to do with this. <laughs> You, you don't say that. That's what deadbeats say. When everybody dies, I get a... I, no, that's no. why nobody should be a beneficiary. I'm not doing what your friends oh, are counting on. It, it's going to be there. I'm talking about the conversation we have about moving to Montana. That's oh, not going to happen. Yeah, it's not. Do you want to? No. You don't want to? No. Or are you just saying that because she's listening? No, 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 no. If you were I, by yourself, would you want I, that I, ranch? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Are you going to give it to your son and he's going to deadbeat yeah. around on it? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Then it's going to be a drug haven. Well, Bro. and, and it's, a, it's a modeling <laughs> See the strand. I just grew out here. Modeling weed <laughs> skate park. We model, we skate, and we smoke. Why is it called Yellow Leaf? It's, it's his ranch. I do what you want. It's the only place in the world where there's yeah. actual modeling, skating, and weed production. It's Zoolander's weed farm. I'd love hey. to. I actually might move to that. It's actually more that acceptable sounds, now. He's going to oh, be a millionaire before Actually, a great idea. <laughs> well, fingers crossed he gets that land sooner than later. Ugh, weirdo. So you're going to get some land uh, dying. But you have talked about, like, she didn't want to go to Montana. No. She's going to sell that, That's the conversation that, right? we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sell it or hand it off to the boy. 
And we would like to go back just to like visit or to like have a place where you can like a vacation thing. Yeah. But that's but wouldn't that, that moving if, back there is, oh, is it's awful. If you uh, yeah, but if you um like gave that to your son directly and you were still alive, you'd just be mad. You know, you'd no, be bitter because that's had, just, that's too big a gift. No, no, well, because I've had the conversations with with my mom as yeah. well, and she's talked to my stepdad, and they want the legacy to go, and and they'll have things in place for him if he gets it. But you know, I hope your dad's kids get it. <laughs> It'd be great if if your mom wrote <laughs> it in the will that the real dad's kids my two got your brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got my two half brothers that are still yeah. alive. Yeah. Your mom's is right. and I bequeath my land. Bequeath. I spelled that wrong. That's not enough. T H T H. My bad. Into Richard. Into my uh, Netflix. <laughs> my password's in a safe. It's I never loved you six nine. Oh, that's wrong. And the thirty-six point. And the thirty-six inch TV in the living room. It goes in a 36 inch Magnavox <laughs> with the adapters all over it. I believe the bastard ranch belongs to me. Is the big head coming up here anytime soon or can I hide from him here? We need to get your TV. We gotta, you know what? I bought that for your mother in 1988. That's mine. My stepdad will give me all the mounts. Here's a moose, mountain lion, the elk. Meanwhile, your dad's sitting in a car because he doesn't want to make eye contact or publicly touch you. Is it mine yet? Is he out? Tell him to hurry up. How hard is it to move a Sony uh, Trinitron? Let's go. TikTok, TikTok. That goddamn Trinitrons are heavy, but get it out. <laughs> there he goes. I love watching him uh, get distanter and distanter in my mirror. <laughs> well, good luck with that, Toledo. Sounds like you got quite a plan for the future. <laughs> <laughs> Death is inevitable, so why not cash in? I tell my dad all the time that giant thing he's got in Texas. Spend it. I don't want the responsibility. He, he, I got that giant ranch he's put together out there, a vineyard on it. What are you doing? The issue there is your your dad has like a lineage. What? My mom doesn't have anybody like in a family to set up an estate or anything like me. that. Well, that's what I mean. He's got and Alvar and everybody else behind him. You know and all that. You got a family. There. It's basically your direct family. That's how you, your mom right. can set well, up. Yeah, an but I mean, Alvar ain't getting it. What are you talking about? That's just the lineage is just now I'm the only one left. Well, my sister, I don't think she's going to get anything. Yeah, I like you always just conveniently leave her out. Eh, I wish that went right. Man, if I could, if I could Toledo's dad, my sister, <laughs> if I could have driven away. Have you told your dad to leave it to her? If, if he wants to, fine. Anything, but I just see, I just see her having a fight when that happens. No, I don't care if she can have it. I, I don't, that's a lot of responsibility. She hates that place too. Oh, it's all outdoorsy and ranchy. Yeah, she can't set up a Wiccan thing there. Oh, she could set up a massive Wiccan cauldron. <laughs> it's amazing, but yeah. Right, anyway, well, good luck to your your financial plan. Sounds sound. <laughs> Great, a lot of dying coming my way. I get a huge plot of land once that goes. Once she stops breathing air, I'm in high cotton. I call it bunny every week. Isn't it about time? <laughs> you know, Dad checked out. You need uh, to call it. Tick tock, tick tock. Herbie's College right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. John, I for one am for Toledo's spite ranch. Take it all, Toledo. <laughs> He's closer to the source. <laughs> oh, that, that would be spectacular. Yeah, that dude's going to green mile until he's 130 just to keep Toledo searching. And then uh, the, the worst thing that could ever happen is SetJet makes more sense than ever now. You see the Alaska Airlines pilot? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God, can you imagine? And you forget these pilots are human beings who have, like, problems and 
wives and kids they hate and they in the air and then that one dude's just flying on the jump seat like he's not even part of it and he starts turning the engines off how about the news showing it's the a two T-bars that, yeah. that you have? Yeah. Like, these are the two re- marked red T-bars. They said, they this is what you don't want to touch if yep. you're ever in a cockpit. Yep. The guy knew it, and he starts trying to crash the Alaska Airlines, but messing with the pilots, I'll just turn these engines off. It cuts the fuel line, and the guy was able to, they subdued the dude, and they were able to get it back on where there's just enough fuel that the engines didn't, didn't switch off. I, yeah, I heard they didn't shut it off. He, did, he didn't. He was get trying there. to. He was trying to, and they were like, "Hey, what? What the f are you doing?" They got him for a potential manslaughter. They're going to face murder charges. Murder eighty three people on that plane, and it was like, if you'd done this, you'd have killed eighty three people. Attempted murder of eighty three people because he just went nuts sitting in a cockpit as a pilot and said, "You know what? I'm done. I'm taking everybody with me." Well, then give him his wish. That's what I said. Throw him out. What's the problem? I agree. Brett Justice is the only justice. Take him up in a plane, just throw him out. How do you redeem yourself from that? I had a bad day. You almost killed a plane load of people. He got the T-handles, it said, and uh, they were able to reset him. Right. He got hold of one, I know for sure, because they said once, they, they didn't think he was serious. And he actually did something, and then they stopped him from getting everything closed So up. did Captain Over just punch him in the face, or what? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Murdoch over and yeah. under. They, <laughs> they, they zip-tied him up and yeah. then walked him to the back of the plane uh-huh. on 10 officers in uh, Portland, wherever they had the emergency land. Yeah, Portland. Man, I would have told a different story. Because if that's me on that plane and I find out that guy did that, I'm just going to go over and go, who's against me just throwing about 40 elbows into this dude's face and saying we had to fight him? Yeah, oh, no, not a person on that plane's yeah. gonna be like, "Oh, the leave him alone. Plane. He's a he's a human being." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, so am I." How about a few just crushing right elbows right through while he's zip tied too? I don't even care. He can't defend himself. Neither could we while we sat here not right. knowing he was doing this. Right. Wouldn't it be better just to land the plane and then say, and then one of the passengers just beat the living <laughs> out of the guy for 15 minutes? Hey, be pilot Josh. Get it. Get on the announcement. Yeah. Says, "Hey, who wants to take yeah. a shot?" Portland a few minutes more. If you guys want to take a shot at that asshole that tried to bring the burden down, yeah, we're going to allow everybody to unfasten their seatbelts and then go pop them in the nose with the best you got. We've tied him to the chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that scene in Airplane, airplane where they're all yeah. lined up yeah. with Bats. boxing gloves Anything and wrenches yeah. and yeah. guns. Any weapons that might have snuck through TSA, we'd love to have you break those out right now. And <laughs> yeah. Any air marshals? Somebody's got any knitting needles. Sometimes those slip right by. And uh, we'd love to have one right through his eye, if you don't mind. That's insanity. Of course, they got a hold of one of his neighbors. Yeah. Nice dude. We don't know what happened. Shocking behavior. He just snapped. Well, then, time to go. Looks like you tried to kill a plane load of folks. Here's that coat with the really long arms you're going to live in for the rest of your life. Oh, and your new bedroom is all pads. It was just a bad day. Well, you're going to pay for that for the rest of it because there's no redeem. You don't get a job interview after that. Well, I see here there was a, you were let go and then by Alaska Airlines and a, a gap in your work. What happened there? Oh, well, my wife and I were in a fight and I got crazy and I tried to kill a bunch of people. You might have read about it. Google me. So you had a bad day. Yeah. Well, that's the worst part about Google now when he applies for a job. And that's why my friend told me that they can't put names on uh, resumes anymore where he works because they say that it caused bosses to prejudge like by race, racial names. And I'm like, all right, well, he's going to do that when he meets you anyway if you got a, a boss like that. But they how said many, they don't do how that. How many Kevins did you have working at Tony Romas? 
Oh, tons of Chris's. Right. So, but, Chris's, the, but the difference is now, and I think it's less about like seeing La Tanya, you know. Right. The uh, the blatant ones. Yeah, Cross you're Jackson. About. You're yeah. like, La Tanya, Cross Jackson. And then a racist boss would throw right. that out just on name. They're, it's less about that and more about like I can Google uh, Joseph David Emerson when he applies for a job. And all the stories are going to be like, this dude tried to take an entire Alaska Airlines flight down. He's never getting a job again. Nope. Ever. You can't redeem yourself. He's got to go work with Riley as long as he meets a girl. The parents are the only people that will hire him. It's the only ones that will trust him. Spirit's still out there. <laughs> That's true. They'll take him. No, I mean, Spirit would probably celebrate him. Hey, would you yeah, like exactly. to take a flight with uh, Mr. Emerson? Somebody <laughs> pointed Emerson. that out the other day that Spirit Airlines is like being named your soul. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like Spirit's. That's probably what you're going to end up being eventually. Spirit's or ghosts or... Apparition Air. It's a creepy name when you think about it. Anyway, so uh, nobody should be allowed. I, even then, but that was that supposed story with that Malaysian airliner that the pilot had had some trouble at home. And he's like, screw this. I'm going to fly around the planet for a while and put her in the drink. They weren't sure that the dude wasn't mentally stable due to problems Switch at off home. The tracking. Didn't he and his wife good were in night. trouble? Yeah, good night. But his wife, oh. he and his wife had problems and he was going through a bunch of stuff and... You forget. This is where I think AI is its most useful. Getting rid of pilots completely. The human element. Because emotion playing a part, like you get a, it doesn't happen often enough that you can't have a dude sitting up there making sure AI doesn't work. But two people in that cockpit is kind of a necessity to make sure that Dave isn't going bananas that day. And Roger can make sure everything's all right. That way we know what happened. You know, it lost signal. Right. It didn't have any power. The right. AI, you know. The AI flying can... The battery ran down on the right. AI. It'll We're fix so stuff. sorry. An AI Still. can be tied to, like, fixing, like, not having to break into the bottom of the plane to fix something. It can actually have control. I think AI needs to be all the new pilots. And, like, Waymo, eventually... the bottom of the plane. Well, those are old like movies. Yeah. yeah, you have to get down in there and work on the, <laughs> the landing gear. AI can fix it with its fake Give me a screwdriver and a yeah, hatch. That's it. Just a hammer and like <laughs> Gary Oldman's suit. That's it. But like, I don't think pilots should be a thing anymore. Waymo drivers, like I'm so amazed at that. But I think pilotless planes, that's the future. They're pretty close. Oh, they do a lot of I nothing mean, up there. It's, it's just your... They're in control the of like guy. two or three things. I think AI is the, the next step is pilots. So we don't have this incident anymore. Can't have these unstable dudes sitting up there. My wife's such a bitch. It's the last thing I want sitting in, you know, 27B, not knowing the pilot's just gone through it with his wife. Ah, she was hosing the neighbor, and we had a threesome with that couple for a while. And all the, all the emails we get from people of their loony behavior, some of them are pilots. Thanks for hopping on Southwest this morning. You ever wake up and just feel like there's no reason to be here? <laughs> kind of sucks, don't you think? Make it worse. We're flying to Tucson today, so I think I'd be doing all of us a favor if this bird didn't make it all the way. In case of a water landing between here and Tucson, uh, that means I've been doing some work and getting us over the ocean. <laughs> I hate Brenda so much. I have no idea what a bitch she is. Just stares at me when I eat. I can't stand it. I know I'm venting to you guys. You don't need to hear this, but we've got 35 minutes before this thing even leaves the gate. For some reason, they can't get any of the scheduling right. So, honestly, what the f*** do I care anymore? Anyway, it's 68 degrees right now. Tucson should land pretty uh, soon, unless I decide to put her down early. I think that's nice. 
attendants, especially the ones I'm uh, prepared for takeoff. Oh, what? <laughs> Ooh, she's going to kill everybody. I should have been a pilot. I would have had so much fun. Be careful out there. Fly the friendly skies, but let's have let's have a thumbs up from that pilot. I don't know about this either. John, sounds like what you're talking about. The wife is the problem. From now on, all pilots must be single and never married. <laughs> That's a good point. No bachelor pilot wants to kill That himself. is a great point. Too busy banging all the stewardesses. For you, make it. Yes, uh, that is a great idea. You yeah, think that's trouble? We got a few friends that. Yeah, we got a few friends that that wouldn't pertain to. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, they'd be trying true. to get with the, they'd be trying to get with yep. the stewardess oh, and get turned then, down. Then, then the that time. stewardess and him are on the same plane, and he's I like, "I thought you loved me. I got turned down by my slump buster." Only playboys can pilot. <laughs> Only dudes who get it. Like, they don't get emotionally attached. We need- so, like, Sexy Jesus downstairs, he's going to become a pilot or what? <laughs> Sexy Jesus oh. would be a great pilot. <laughs> Flight record. Yeah, yeah, Yahweh. <laughs> I walked by him the other day. I'm like, what's up, Sexy Jesus? And he goes, why do you call me that? And I'm like, mirror. <laughs> mirror, stat, Sexy Jesus on point. I used to give him the sign of the cross. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lamb of God. He walks in and it's like he's got a fan in front of him at all yeah. times. His hair is his flowing. Hair, his hair never stops moving. There's no wind outside no. and his, his hair is flowing. Like air conditioning makes this guy look like he's in a hurricane. <laughs> Just sits at a computer. <laughs> is your hair naturally windswept? <laughs> I can't hear you over the breeze. Sexy Jesus, do you make your own weather? Sexy Jesus, the intern, is awesome. He doesn't do anything, but... Got a lunch every day with a different sales girl. <laughs> every day? I mean, it's amazing. Can I shadow you? Oh, sexy Jesus. <laughs> Rock me, sexy Jesus. <laughs> I'd like to shadow you today, Jill. <laughs> oh, did you just vomit? I'm sorry. So sexy, sexy Jesus. Yeah, sexy Jesus is a thing. He's downstairs right now. Uh, it's 7.33. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brad? Uh, wake Up Song Time brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. 80 degrees this week, and it's going to be great. And it's Perfect. time to get that, get that bike out there and on the trails. And, uh, well, you got to get it tuned up. It's been sitting around all summer. Cruise into Action Ride Shop. Save yourself 10 bucks off a full bike tune-up when you mention KUPD. Plus, if you need a new bike, they got tons and tons on sale and in stock. And if you want to start getting ready for the winter, I know it doesn't seem like we're ready for that yet, but it's right around the corner. They got all the winter gear arriving daily, all the new stuff. So go on into Action Ride Shop and get hooked up. Uh, ActionRideShop.com or just go visit them right there on Gilbert Road in Southern. On the list, uh, Kill Switch Engage. Seven Dust, uh, Stained, Megadeth, Pantera. A lot of stuff coming in for the D-backs. All That Remains, Victory Lap. Uh, one for you. All That Remains, this probably won't end well for you and your Cubs uh, uh, Well, either way, either way, I lose tonight. Because if the Diamondbacks win, I have to seriously consider the Swaparoo. And if they lose, I'll feel bad because this is a fun run and I don't want to see it come to an end. Yeah. So this probably won't end well. Is a, a very good. All right. Let's do that. All that remains, this probably won't end well. You know. I got an email that said, I'd still rather have a dude having his worst day in the cockpit than any woman on her 28th. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'm at my most sexy when I hear a woman's voice over the intercom on a plane talking about the weather in our destination. <laughs> or most sexist. I said sexiest. Sexist. <laughs> Although sexiest, too. I feel pretty sexy every time she tells me the temp. 
What's the temp on the oven? Are we at 350 yet? Put it in. <laughs> I remember being on a flight and we... Welcome to Flying American Out. I heard a guy go, oh. I just started laughing. Jeez. I don't even know if that's what he was doing the thing for, but I laughed and laughed. Oh, no, not that. Hey, hey, I can hear you. <laughs> it's one step worse than hearing the kid announcers at the ball game. <laughs> oh, imagine that. One in the step, plane. maybe one step. <laughs> if a kid got to Five, do it. 383. Mm. Oh, I would, there's no, that shouldn't be a thing. AI pilots. Yeah, two things that shouldn't be a thing. Kids, kids should never have a microphone. Ever. Ava Longoria oh, playing third base. Man. Uh-uh. No. This guy said, here's something, John, you just said without realizing you said it. Pilots are drug addicts, too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's loads of those. You always find out at work, like, what? Jeff was on cocaine? Nobody knew? He's in rehab? That happens with pilots, too. Oh, who's in rehab? I always here? thought he liked playing pool. Uh was playing at eight ball. Is that Trips car? Eight ball plates. <laughs> hey, I'm Pilot. I thought, my name's Josh, but I'd like you to call me Eight Ball. What for? Horrible cocaine problem. <laughs> He's never jet lagged. Yeah. He can fly for hours on hours. The FAA doesn't know what to do with him. That maybe you're a great pool player. Eight ball is my game. <laughs> you guys ready to go? <laughs> I think we can hit Beijing by noon. <laughs> Let's see what this bird can do. What's I'm flying higher than this plane could ever get. I'm out of the atmosphere, baby. That's true. Pilots microdose, too. Boy, oh boy. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. <laughs> Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, it is uh, just about that time for Brady to give you the news. Only Brady knows. Got an email from a guy who said, uh, John, you're debating. Now, we have to get the clip back in there because he says it was, I would switch if they were just in the playoffs. That's not what I said. I said if they made it to the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Do, which, which thing is that in? Uh, just to make sure. Because otherwise, this debate gets weirder. In here? Find it. Yeah, because I think I'm pretty positive. I Because he said, that's not what the clip said. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what the clip said. Pretty, pretty. There it is. Yeah, May 18th of this year. This is what Man, I, I hope they go on a tear now. If that's the case, let that- me make this announcement today after the bird. Mark this. 518-23, a.m. The Diamondbacks even get to the World Series. I will sell all of my Cubs stuff and become a Diamondbacks fan. Even if they get even there. get there, not even when. Because there's too much magic going on. This is the kid from left field. They make movies about this. This is angels in the outfield, except for instead wow. of angels, it's just pigeons. I didn't mean it. I will become a Diamondbacks fan through and through, top to bottom. I will abandon my loyalty to the Cubs oh, because there's this. mystical magic tried to give you an yeah. that's happening around them. Every 20 years, they kill a bird and win a championship. Oh, my God. We'll have uh, Flag Lady and Dove Man. <laughs> I'm in. I tried to give you the out. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was completely nonsense. I didn't mean a word of that. 
Is that post-surgery? Were you still under maybe no, some vapors? No, a month before. That was actually three weeks before they chopped Damn my it. arm off. Must have been all that cough syrup I <laughs> this morning. Yeah, maybe I was wingering around. I do sound... Now, in fairness... You, you do know, sound sick. I am sick. I bet you I'm on some sort of allergy medicine, which, by the Marcus. way, yesterday, I made a terrible error and took some mucinex in the middle of the afternoon that I didn't realize was nighttime mucinex. I disappeared for five hours. I woke up not knowing what month it was. So we're gonna have a nice little afternoon. I woke up at like three. Like I'm missing stuff. Like there's things not right. <laughs> he said, "Sell all your Cubs stuff to Brett for ten bucks. Root for the Diamondbacks next year, and then go back to the Cubs and buy it back to, from Brett for twenty twenty five bucks. Big deal. Nothing said you have to be a lifelong fan. Uh, there's loopholes there. Sign Jason. And I know as a we man, a deal. true fan of yeah, I, I'm not. First off, first off, none of those kind of deals go Brett's direction." <laughs> Because I make know. A deal. Oh no, I know we couldn't make a deal. I know how those deal. deals end up it. working. I have two thumbs, two thumbs. I'm looking at down in the bottom of a Home Depot bucket. We'll figure out a reasonable buyback. Yeah, yeah a reasonable we'll buyback. On a payment plan. I'm not going to do it like they do a lease on cars. I'm not going to give you the price. The markets shift and change all the time. You're a good friend. I'm a businessman. You're a businessman. I'm not going to lock in a price. That would be unfair to both of us. Who knows? Maybe it goes down in your favor. I wouldn't count on it. I'm not doing that with Brett. Second. I'm always saying that pro teams prey on your loyalties as your weakness, as your crutch. And I eat that alive. That is very true on my end. It's like if I'm not sticking through them when I hate them, but when I hate them, why am I loyal to them? How are they loyal to me? Where's the reciprocation? Where? When is it the thanks for? It's like when I canceled DirecTV. 23 years I was with DirecTV. And when I said, I'm done, I'm cutting the cord, I'm going with uh, YouTube and Apple and all this other stuff. She's like, well, as a valued customer for the last 23 years, we would like to uh, offer you free everything for the rest of your life. (laughs) If I was a valued customer, where was that offer before I had to put a knife to your throat? That's every cell phone company. Well, that's what I told her, too. I said, it took, this is why I'm leaving. I had to put a knife to your throat for you to say, oh, you're too valuable to leave. Where's my occasional... Letter that says you have never missed a payment, you've never been late, you've been with us for 20 years. How about an anniversary? 2024 gift? is free. Where's the, DirecTV wouldn't have lost anybody if they'd have done that. Uh, no, once you get, they lost the ticket, they, were they didn't. They, they still have it. They made the deal with YouTube to still have it on there. It's just I not they the only same. Have red Zone. No, they got they got it. You can nail it through. And they have a package that, like, for you the next year, just, you get this, this, and this. They can get you. They could have figured it out, but they didn't. They chose to just take and take and take until people were like, ah, better way out there. We realize that you have a better option now, sir, so we would like to give you everything. Well, this is what breaking up is. When I break up, then you say everything's going to be different and great. Like, well, then prove it. It it just makes you more mad when they come back and keep reducing. I got letters. If you come back now, you'll you'll never have to pay until your grandkids are like, that's ridiculous. If you leave, me, you take away. <laughs> uh, how are you enjoying YouTube TV? Is she as slutty as I am in the bedroom? Yes. Did she give you Cinemax? No, I have to pay extra for that. I had to pay extra with you too. So, and Cinemax got lame. Does she have the porn channels? No, but I have that on my phone now. I can just throw it right up there on the Apple. Mm, she sounds like a real hoe. <laughs> can she cook? You never cooked anything. I gave you cooking channels. I got those. I can't find them, but I got them, and that's a good thing. I'm enjoying the the switch, the cord cutting. 
mainly because I never have to look for anything. I would have never known last night's game was on FS1. I don't know. Right, ever it's look right there. there on the home It just part. shows up on the homepage. Yep. Like, you like this stuff. I'm like, do I do screen? like this stuff. Oh, yeah. I've watched football and baseball. It's the best. I, yeah, I'm glad I. I'm a year late in cutting that thing. I should have done a while ago. Anyway, uh, it's time now for Brady to kind of distract me while I figure out what I'm going to do with my cubbies. It looks like this relationship's coming to an end. Uh, and it is Tuesday. Uh, the Brady Report brought to you by Hooters. Hooters calendars are on sale every single day, not only Tuesday. 2024 calendar features 19. Girls from Arizona, Hooters. Avery's there. She's at our golf tournament. Remember that? We used to have one of those. Olivia. I'm not sure which one that is, but I know Avery. Uh, and I believe uh, Brittany is in it as well. Yeah. Big Red. Kylie. Kylie. Is she in it as well? Yeah. All right. All of the girls we know. Uh, each calendar includes $150 in coupons. You get your 2024 calendar right now, today, for sixteen ninety nine. And roll over there and say, hey, Hooters, give me that calendar and thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. On this day in history, by the way, Uh-oh. happy National Food Day. Well, Brady. They That's never have another day. It's pretty day. broad. <laughs> or Tuesday. Happy National Brady Day. <laughs> 53 years ago in 1970, President Nixon on this day asked record companies to reduce the number of songs containing lyrics about sex and drugs. His request is still being honored today. <laughs> That's right. They, they really listened. I would rather have it be more wholesome than what we have today. Luther Campbell's like, hell yeah. no. <laughs> I wrote this for you, Nixon. <laughs> My dick on horn. Oh, 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 what are we doing? Haven't broken out the Nixon in a while. It needs work. <laughs> 34 years ago on this day in 1989, televangelist Reverend Jim Baker was sentenced to 45 years in prison, fined $500,000 for his conviction on 24 counts of fraud and conspiracy, stemming from his uh, Praise the Lord network. Yeah. Um, In 1991, an appeals court reduced the sentence to 18 years, but in 1994, Jim Baker was paroled after serving just... Under five years in prison. That show he's got now is as good as it gets, man. When confronted about the $158 million, he claimed that Satan had gotten into his ministry's computers, <laughs> taken the money. The money was lost. Well, it's true. When asked if he could prove Satan stole the money, he replied, can you prove he didn't? That's the best line in the history of, uh, of court. Can you prove he didn't? It's, he's using religion's vagueness against itself against him. to help him. It is unreal. Like, he's basically saying atheists are right. You can't prove my way. You can't prove against my way. 26 years ago, in 1997, Marv Albert was spared a jail sentence after he apologized in court for biting his lover's back during relations. I remember when that came out, it was salacious news. Today it would be average. But it was salacious. Like, why do we need to know about Marv Albert's? Bedroom habits until we saw pictures of that girl's back. <laughs> he took chunks out of her. Yes. Delicious. Yes. And now I'm going to take a few bites downtown. <laughs> this one's stringy like a oh, deep fried clown. No. <laughs> this one's grisly and won't detach from the rest of the meat. Couple of baseless fun facts. A few years back, a study considered 30 different fragrances to determine which scents would be the biggest effect on arousal on men. Um, 
they found the most stimulating combination was lavender and pumpkin pie. What? Combined? Yeah. Second was a combination of black licorice and donut. Ew. The least arousing smell for men in the study? Cranberry. You know it has a smell. Mm. When Judy Garland got cast as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz... She's put on a diet of chicken soup, black coffee, and 80 cigarettes a day at 16 years of age. <laughs> How do you do that? How many I in don't a know. pack? 20? So four packs a day? Four packs a day, yeah. Wow. I'm getting a... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm getting emails from people that said, have you seen OJ's comment? He's a guest on some talk show? What? And OJ started to talk about how turned on he was when he watched Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes dance. Oh, I gotta get no. the clip of this. It finished with a chest bump, and it got OJ going. Evidently, McDonald's didn't start accepting credit cards until 2003. No kidding. Hmm. I didn't know that either. Here. First topic today. Our first topic today is what's that? The beers. <laughs> They're rubbing it into OJ. A Wednesday woman. Twenty-five beers. <laughs> It's starting to hurt me, man. Yeah. Listen, man, you... It, it hurts. Yeah, up there now. How in the world is he a guest on somebody's podcast? <laughs> He's a weekly right. guest. All right, I'm going to find this. He's like an hour of this podcast is interviewing OJ. I would watch that. I wanted him on... I didn't think he did this. Got his house all decked out with USC stuff and San Francisco, because he played for San Francisco for like eight minutes. Find that clip. I got to hear what he said about those two blonde women dancing. That had to trigger him in a huge way. I'll go over this one again, Sean. When you pass gas, tiny particles of feces leaves your body at 543 miles per hour. It leaves your body at 543. Mm -hmm. Tiny particles of, of Dove, body wash, mint and cucumber leave my body. Toledo's breaks the sound barrier. Look, oh man! You can Remember hear it from down the Marlon Wayans. Oh, slowly, Marlon. We got that. Marlon Wayans was here yesterday, and he said sometimes he just wipes to show that it's clear. The tux. So yesterday I said I just did it. That's a that's after a clean wipe. That's not. I wasn't even pooping. That was just me peeing, <laughs> and I did. I just did a. Look at that. It's spotless. You. I see it in I'll your eyes. You, I'll just send it. To, I, send I sent it to him. Oh, you don't send me one of yours. I don't want to see that. It's going to look like an old tampon. <laughs> That rusty brownish oh, red. No. no, I guarantee you, you can, you cannot go in the bathroom right now and drag one across and come back clean. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Nope, nope. There's the challenge. Nope. And I don't trust him. He would go in the bathroom and not do it, and then come back with a clean piece of toilet paper. I'd, we'd have to have a witness. You could not do it. I know. I showered this morning. Yeah, but you don't soap. You're afraid of your butthole. You don't go after it. You might surface clean, but that thing's dirty. And the reason I say it is because you said those words. Well, I'm not getting in there. Well, then it's not clean. The power jet gets in there. Nobody gets. No, you don't open up. You would clinch it up. It's against God for you to open your oh, it's open. to a it's, power jet. No way. Cool. You would like it too much. A new poll found the first week of October is the most popular time to put your Halloween stuff up. 37% of people who decorate said that's when they do it. Another 15% said before October 1st. Terrible. Earliest October 18th. But the second most popular time is right now. 
Yeah. 19%. One in five people said uh, this is the week they put it up. Ours was up last week. Yeah, that's about right. October 18th, 16th, 17th, 18th, that's when you should start. like And then get it down November 1st. Gone. It's not like Christmas. It's different. It looks like trash in your yard. And I get it. You're supposed to make your house look like a dump for a couple months. but This week, 46% of all pumpkin-related knife injuries will happen. <laughs> this is the well, big it's week. Safe it's the knife week. <laughs> it's the FanDuel over-under of zeros that most pumpkin knife injuries occur in October. A study found there are about 2,000 a year in the U.S. That's just people who end up in the ER. 84% of them happen in October. November is next at 11%. In fact, in honor of the OJ clip I've got, I'm just going to slice up a pumpkin and roll it out on my porch. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it goes. Just put it right out there. Where giant head-shaped things belong, rolling around on the porch by themselves. And put a little body next to it. That'd be funny. Here's a good move by Tinder. They just announced a few new features. One of them is a matchmaking option, which allows you to send profiles to friends and family and let them weigh in. So your parents can weigh in on your matches. But doesn't that require your parents to have a Tinder account so they can... That's the idea. More people signing up. More eyeballs on Tinder, more advertising money. You have it? Oh, this is just no, is it the, it. the actual clip? Yep. Mahomes and um, um, Taylor Swift chest bump. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> what did you think of that? Other, I didn't know who the other girl was, but hey, I thought it was uh, interesting. You know, just like <laughs> you, I was thinking the same thing you was thinking. <laughs> The other girl was Mahomes' wife, by the way. Uh, the bombolas were sitting each other, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> a little turn on. <laughs> a little turn on. <laughs> yeah. I said their boulders were hitting each other and it turned him on. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, they're blonde. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking what you guys was thinking. Yeah, we wanted to have sex with the OJ. Oh, no, I wanted to chop their heads off. <laughs> I thought we were all on the same page there. <laughs> These two white women alive drive me crazy. That's nuts. You see them dancing around like, who? This reminds me of Nicole and that friend used to give blowjobs all the time. And I wanted to cut their heads off. Anyway, Chiefs look good. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's going to be. You know, last superstar in the NFL to date a white woman like that was me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Ain't never had anybody Hall of Fame quality get one of them famous ladies like that. I never dated a famous girl. I, I always plucked them from the, you know. You know, the poor white clubs, the cocaine place. And I'd cut their heads off and everybody would be like, who is that? But if you cut Taylor Swift's head off, they're going to come after your ass. <laughs> Someone uh, talked about a technique that you can use uh, while trying to learn something that you're reading about or studying to try to remember it. If you really want it to stick in your brain, you need to create vivid, shocking mental pictures of it. So basically... Use your imagination to surround the subject with things that are violent, gory, sexual, colorful, noisy, and wild. Technique is an idea that comes from medieval monks and how they what? studied. No um, kidding. One example, if you're trying to learn the zodiac signs in order, one 14th century scholar said you should picture a huge Aries white ram with gleaming golden horns Kicking a bright Taurus red bull in the testicles. Not, uh, there's a lot of thinking. 
Yeah, you'd have to man. Yeah, I just went in the hallway. I wrote a couple of lyrics. I want you guys want to hear them. Yes. Just, yeah. right, just think of Taylor Swift. You know, it's like, hey, what's up, Brett? I say, you come on here. Hey, Nicole. This was for Nicole. <clears throat> Nicole, your head is never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> See what I did there? I took Swift lyrics and I applied it to Nicole's head like super glue. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> Come up with another one as I was walking out. What's that? <laughs> this is a good one, too. Let's get excited. So, uh, oh, look what you made me do. All right. This lyric she says. I'm just doing them again with different reasons. All right. One of my favorite songs. Thanks, Bernie. <laughs> Sad news. In Lisbon, Portugal, a 31-year-old dog. The world's oldest dog ever passed away. Yeah. Is it sad? I can't imagine the horrors of watching a 31-year-old dog. Old Bobby yeah. passed away. Old Bobby had to have some lumps like on for him. 10 and years, maybe? Every step had to be a tear. Why don't you put your dog down? He's still eating. He still eats. He's happy. That's 217 years. No, that's that. I never <laughs> I understood that, that at all. Like, every dog here is seven years to human life. I'm like, dog's 13. No way. I've never seen a 97-year-old chase a ball. <laughs> it's just not a thing. <laughs> hey, go get it. And he's still faster than most of the other dogs. A couple of yahoos in China. They work at the Tsingtao Brewery. Yahoo. One of them posted a video of his buddy pissing in the uh, tank of the beer. They drained it. They got the guys on. Yeah. I think they ground them up. And Yuck. And China? Yeah, that declares. Just sent that out. beer to us. He's got another one. I've been listening to a lot of 27. <laughs> <clears throat> There's a blank space, baby, where your head used to be. <laughs> another Taylor Swift jam. <laughs> All right, just saying, Brady. <laughs> oh, just infatuated with Taylor Swift. Well, of course I am. You saw them boulders bashing into Brittany Mahomes and just boulders. It just made me want State Farm Insurance because I got some life insurance on that bitch. Let's get to some radio videos. First one's a factory accident. Nope, that one didn't come through. Oh. That one in the. That was a slow snap, too. Oh, oh there's a naked guy standing Yeah, well, first one's streaking. The then. Right. He's got big thighs. This dude played some rugby. Yeah. He's just streaking across the street. Oh, no, this is not good. Naked man in the middle of the road. Please make it. He gets, if this doesn't end with a car hitting him. Oh, he's coming back. Here we go. Naked guy coming around. He's back in the road. Bad things are going to happen to naked man. And oh! Oh, he's down. Oh, I knew it was going to happen. He ran through an intersection. Oh, my goodness. Whew. Brady, we really have to stop the. Uh, I got a, a letter pages that you're wrote on. to yeah. me to say play this. A friend of mine and look at this. <laughs> what is your friend? What's his name? The music, of course, from Hamas. It's very calm. And car making a left. Oh, car a motorcycle goes oh, right into the passenger side of the window. car. He t-bones a turning jeep. Human spear. Oh, and he's stuck in the car for a second. All right. Where are you getting your videos, my friend? Ted, Ted, we're all on a watch list now. 
There's no way those things aren't putting you on something. There's some Found hot dog. another one from the Middle East. Hot dogging on a motorcycle. Didn't last long. Oh, oh guy riding a wheelie backwards. Oh, and riding his leg. He's riding on the pegs in the front, facing the driver. Yeah, the tire rotates and then a couple of times. Right over the top of the guy. Oh. Yikes. All right. Oh, oh no. do you, did you have the dodgeball one? We already did that one, but it, oh, didn't, it, did? it okay. didn't come through either. Oh, okay. Then the last one's a... It's called Instant Relief. It's like a cow for you, John. Oh, it's a coiter on a cow's head. Watch how he... I love these. And they poke, of they poke at it. He's trapped in this little, like, thing. And, oh, oh baby, oh, look at that. It's like a, just a load of pudding comes out look of that giant cow is. thing. It's an abscess on a cow's neck. And, oh, he's got to be thrilled. Do they show the end where they squeeze well, he's it? Gonna, he's going to pat it down now. Oh, here. they squeeze it. And then it starts oh, yeah. coming out in chunks. Oh, I love this. It is an entire... Part of the, oh, oh, look at that. Look at that milkshake. Oh, and it's, it's kind of gelatinous pudding. Here. Like, it's very J-E-L-L-O. <laughs> you see, when the cow, this is how the making when the dairy isn't working. It oh, shoots out of the head Smoothie of the day. You get yourself a little cow head bubble oh, and you pop it in England and make a little jello pops out of the neck uh. juice. Oh, that's so good. There is an entire... Part of the internet dedicated to cow abscess. Yeah. And when I discovered this about five years ago, I can't remember who told me. It was a girl because I was surprised. I'm like, what? You haven't you seen because the pimple popper thing. It was, it was horses, I think, the first couple of years. Whatever it was, it was farm animals. So I remember pimple popper. I was into it. And then Took some girl at some tournament or some event said, uh, do you uh, know about the cows? I'm like, no. One video. And I'm like, oh, I don't ever need to see pimple popper again. Even though I still like that. You got any, Brett? I uh, only got one. What's that, what's that one Taylor Swift song? Saw it off? No, no, no. Yeah, like that's Take it off. Take it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. I don't even. She does that's her job. Saw it off. I remember how it goes, but that's a good word. Break it off. Break it off. Okay. Just do whatever. Just get it off her shoulder. And uh, this is a little accident in the uh, butcher shop. Okay. Oh, and oh. a grinder. Oh, the grinder. His arm's oh. in a meat grinder. His whole arm up to the bicep is in the grinder. And, and they have to get him. Out. So they had. They're pulling oh, it. Oh, they're reversing it. Oh, they're reversing the grinder. Oh, God. Oh, they're reversing it. In there so deep. Now we're down to the forearm. It doesn't look so bad yet, but that hand's going to be... He was up to the It's like elbow. you reach into a thing of Pringles. Oh, what? no. Quit it. Oh, it's going backwards. So the arm's coming out, and oh, the hand's going to just... Here it comes. Oh, here it comes. Here's the hand. Oh. And- oh. 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 It looks like the thing that shoots out of the stomach in Alien. Oh, oh man! Oh, God. You, you still want the number eleven? Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. oh. Where's my sandwich, asshole? <laughs> it's taking forever back there. What happened? Thanks to Rico for that one. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you guys are pussies. <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> anyway. OJ called her boobs boulders. 
banging them bull boulders together. I was thinking what you guys was thinking. Man, I'd love to see them bleed out. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, no. we were all thinking it, right? Wonder what she looked like on the porch. Hey. Yeah, just laying down, all comfortable, forever. Brett's trying not to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, there you go, everybody. That... A porch swifty is your oh. <laughs> porch swifty. Is uh, you're gonna need a swiffer? That's for sure. Uh, it's your Brady report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's ninety eight. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness online at ninety eight kupd.com. 98KUPD, it's Allison Chain. So many dead guys, so many people to uh, tribute, and we will do that at the Night of the Singing Dead, which is happening Friday and Saturday out there at the uh, beautiful Stand Up Live uh, downtown uh, Copper Blues, and then CB Live up at Desert Ridge on Saturday night, and the costumes are great. Rehearsals are going swimmingly. Walking around in those heels has been a very difficult, but so many dead guys, so many dead musicians to pay tribute to. That uh, we thought we'd do that twice this year. Two times. Friday and Saturday. We're, we're surrounding the valley with entertainment, Brady. That's how it works around here. It's a beautiful thing. And Brady will make an appearance on Saturday. Themed. At the Ridge. Brett, I believe you're going to do an appearance on Friday. Yes. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I like to hear. I'm practicing. I'll let you have it. I'll Done. just I'll just do some of the backing vocals right. on that one. Because I like that. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun. We're going to do that tribute night. We'll probably give some tickets away later today. If you want to go, uh, copperblues.com or cblive.com is where you grab your, your tickets. And they're selling well. I'm surprised that uh, we I even talked to I know. I don't get it either. <laughs> Brett and I have the same exact reaction. I don't, I don't know. It's star for entertainment, I guess. It is fun. That's a fun party It's a weekend. fun party. Yeah. The VIP packages. We make it. Oh, gone. Wow. I know. I can't figure it out. I don't, know if all the, no, I don't know if that's true. I know all the tables up front sold out. I don't know. Talking to Matt yesterday, he's like, yeah, we're doing great. Like both both places are way past where we thought. I'm like, okay. It's nuts. But you guys are awesome, so we're going to entertain you the best we can and drink like crazy. And again, it's for a great cause because uh, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue will get some money at the end of it when we sell uh, all those Cha-Ching Chavez from uh, Four Peaks, dropping that off. And everyone that goes away, we throw another dollar towards the pile, so... A good pile of money should be going that direction. Oh, no. <laughs> Juice. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Ready? Here we go. Uh, start the song. Right, it's right there. Okay, I see it. Okay, here we go. Because, baby, we got bad blood. You know, you'd be mad, love. But then I dropped your head. Look what I've done. And now you're bleeding on my porch. Bad blood. Yeah. <laughs> singing all the all the Taylor Swift songs. Hey, it's all about breakups, and who knows better than breakups than me? I didn't realize how attracted to Taylor I was until I saw her dancing with that uh, basic bitch Brittany Mahomes up there. <laughs> Brittany Mahomes, she's average at best in Taylor Swift's eyes, and that makes her really average. She's no longer even the hottest girl in Kansas City. Look so. at the yeah, you, t- you made a really deep cut. <laughs> and baby, now we got bad blood. I should have wrote this. <laughs> Did you have to do this? I was thinking that you could be trusted. Did you have to ruin what was shiny? 
I'm sorry, now it's all rusty. Did you have to hit me where I'm weak? Which is the jugular. Maybe I couldn't breathe. Rub it so deep. This song is written about me in the cold. Don't cry, Juice. Don't cry. Salt in the wound like you're laughing at me. It's so sad to think about the good times, you and I. I got my, I'm making my move on her. This girl speaks to me. She says things I think, you know. That's, that's great. Look out, Travis. Travis, I got a way to get rid of the guy, too. <laughs> I got to get rid of Travis. We'd be out the way, so. We got bad blood. <laughs> I've had bad blood on me before. I don't know whose it was, but it matched my DNA, which is weird. Anyway. So I'd pop in making odd comments about Taylor Swift, which means I got my eye on that one. I got, you know, Brady, this happens with ladies. What's that, Jesus? Well, they get together and you start seeing them pretending to like each other and stuff. You know, when you get a new girl and, and your like friend. Like a hen party? Yeah, you get a little hen party. Like you dating somebody and then your friend comes by and he's got his new girlfriend and you have to take your girl with that girl and hope that they get along. And at first they always pretend to get along. But then that car ride home is always, <laughs> always the girl goes, yeah, well, she said some things that made me a little uncomfortable. And you guys say, hey, shut your mouth or I'll shut it for you. And then uh, she always like, hey, next time I was like, we're going to go out with Travis and and, uh, and Taylor. And then uh, Patrick's going to have to say, hey, we'll probably have to go out with him again and go out this weekend. And then they just start saying things like, oh, if she's going to be there, maybe I'll just stay home. And then that makes Patrick have to make up a lie. And then a couple months go by, got the Christmas party at the Chiefs, and there's Taylor, and she's getting all that attention. And then there's Brittany in the corner looking at her going, this used to be all mine. And I, I think Brittany's going to try to kill Taylor Swift is what I'm saying. I'm, I don't think this is going to end well. <laughs> Did you think we'd be fine? Still got scars on my back from your knife. These are actual <laughs> lyrics that Taylor's written. Wow. Until you think it's in the past, those kind of wounds they last. Now, did you think it all through? All these things will catch up to you. Not necessarily. Sometimes you can run from it and they get away with it all. So if you're coming my way, just don't. Oh, it's sad to think about the good time. Yeah, Taylor wrote all this stuff about me and Nicole uh, when she was like three. <laughs> Bitch was four years old. And she wrote the song that encapsulates my last three decades. Anyway, so I don't see this Patrick Mahomes wife and Taylor Swift thing lasting too long because... What are you handing out for Halloween this year, Juice? Uh, well, we got Neckos. I love handing those out. I'm just, uh, here's your little Necko on the porch, I say. <laughs> hey, you got a lot of brave kids that come up to OJ's door dressed up as, you know, like Margot Robbie's character. Uh, hey, how about this one? Band-Aids don't fix bullet holes. <laughs> if you live like that, you live with ghosts. These are all things I said to Nicole. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? Yeah, I hand out some some of that and then some red licorice because I like long red stringy things. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that for Halloween. Uh, what are you going to go as dressed up as, Brady? You got a, uh, what is your costume? Well, I went with the one that you recommended as uh, Winnie the Pooh. I was oh, gonna yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why did I tell you to do that? Because I was like a builder. Because you bear. built just like a, yeah. I know, I didn't yeah. say you should go out as him. Oh. I said, you go out as him every day. Oh, What's it like to be Winnie the Pooh? It. I say, do it for Halloween. You crazy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this guy here is, I, the reason I said that is because you were stuck in a honey hole. <laughs> she was like one of them girls on porn. Pornhub, only you were in a tree trying to get rabbit's honey. <laughs> anyway, you get your head in the honey pot. That's normal. Anyway, we got bad blood, Brady. That's all. Yeah. Now we got problems. I shouldn't talk too much about Taylor Swift. People will think we're dating. People will talk. Be a huge fan. Then you look at Brittany Mahomes' face, and yeah, in Kansas City, she's a nine, but 
You bring Hollywood nine over there, and all of a sudden she a four. <laughs> it's in it. He ain't gonna be happy. That's the track to the trailer. When part. people start saying, "All right, let's take a picture," and Brittany wheezing, "They're not you," and they make her step out of the. That's when the. <laughs> that's when the daggers are gonna start flying. And trust me, I know about that. You know about daggers, huh? I know about daggers, and I know about deep cuts. There's about to be a couple of them out there in Casey. Good barbecue, though. That's for sure. You're going to have a lot of delicious meat to cook. I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, Taylor Swift writes songs for all of us. Breakup songs. And I know about breakups. They can be tough. Sure can. Sometimes they linger for 30, 40 years. People ask you about your breakup. But what can you do? Boy, these lyrics are scary. <laughs> I know. So every time I look up a dead TV, I'm like, damn, did I write this? Anyway, I'm just an OJ Simpson. Uh, so long, ex formerly known as Twitter World. I'm just saying. You forgot your gloves. Those are, well, one of them's mine. See ya. <laughs> OJ Simpson making comments about Taylor Swift is uncomfortable. We've got to get him on the show. I didn't know. I didn't show. know he was going on shows. I mean, he was just on the show. For those of you who don't know, but like, like regularly, he just pops in. We never know when he's going to be here. Anyway, Night of the Singing Dead, which OJ is no part of, unless you show up dressed as OJ, which would be hilarious. I will give a prize to any couple who shows up as OJ and Nicole, <laughs> but you can't be a white guy as OJ. I was just going to say. Can't do it. President John, I'm looking at you. Put that Bills jersey on and have a girl with her. <laughs> have a great costume. Come on, I'm going as Kennedy would have his head blown off. That isn't as bad. For some reason, one of them is and one of them isn't. One's funny and one's like, oh, geez, that's no good. <laughs> but they're both great. Halloween is fun. Uh, it's 842. We got the Suns. We got the Diamondbacks tonight. Uh, both of them on the road, so your TV's going to split screen out. Uh, we got Night of the Singing Dead later this week, and maybe uh, Toledo's searching for it. I didn't remember saying this. <clears throat> I sort of do, but I don't remember exactly. I think I was mouthing off again a week ago, and somebody just called me out on it again. So don't forget about your tattoo. And I said, yeah, no, I, I remember. Stamp. Yeah, I made. I don't think it was a tramp stamp. Oh, it was yeah. just on my ass. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was oh. tramp stamp, was it? Toledo's looking for it. Because I, again, didn't. they were down 2-0 when I said it, I think. I didn't think they'd get past the Phillies at all. Here we are in Game 7. Not only did I say I abandoned my loyalty to the Cubs and become a full-time Diamondbacks fan, if they made the World Series because of that magic bird-killing thing they do every 20 years. But then last week, I even I remember kind of joking around thinking there's no possible way they get past Philadelphia. And here we are in Game 7. I said I'd get a Diamondbacks tattoo. Well, I think if they, whore. I think oh. that was if they win the World Series. Yeah, that's how I thought. Man, oh man, what was especially I if it's thinking? a tramp stamp? I'm not doing a tramp. Stamp. I don't. I don't think I said tramp. I think ba- you might have said Baxter. That. <laughs> I'll get Baxter. That waste. <laughs> uh, the mascot. No. With a dube in his mouth. Uh, I could get Randy Johnson. Oh my God. I'm going to look like Steve-O. I'm going to have the stupidest tattoos in the world. <laughs> Your first one will be memorable. Oh, it'll be the only one I get. <laughs> and ironically, the reason I don't get tattoos is just in case my team does something to make me hate them. The only tattoos I've almost ever gotten were the Steelers, and a guy stopped right before. He used to play for me. He goes, what if they move? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, what if they ever move cities? And, they're not the, and I'm like, oh, my God. 
I'm like, they, remove like, now, they so. wouldn't do that, would they? I'm like, then you'd still have a... Yeah, you kind of. I've yeah. seen that, too. That's not necessarily the greatest thing. And, it, and he played for the Steelers for a little bit. And he was the one telling me I wouldn't do this. And he goes, they never said the Browns would move. And then the Browns came back, and they're this shell of a thing. But if it's like if the Steelers take their name, and then now the... You know, I don't know where they'd go with the name Steelers. They'd have to change it. Well, the Cardinals didn't change. They came here. I know. There's no Cardinals here. In Chicago and say there are Cardinals. We have Cardinals in our front yard. Oh, I get Cardinals. Really? Yeah, oh, there's yeah. some Cardinals. I've here. never seen them here. Yeah, Cardinals are up north all over the place, but you know, not like they are where they're right. From. You see them all over Midwest. All right. Anyway, well, if Toledo finds that clip, I'm in. I don't know what I'm rooting for. You're I am effed because then they're going to win it. I have a feeling that when Randy Johnson obliterated that bird in 2001, that was an announcement to the. To the mystic, like the ether, that we're not only going to win the National League, we're going to blow up the the whole league is ours. Zach Gallon killed that bird. It kind of was like, meh, we'll get there. It wasn't like a a statement kill. Like like Randy Johnson's was a statement kill. And he did it in spring. Like before the season even started, he killed a bird. Zach Gallon did it in May. Just long, on a long toss. Lobbing a long toss and plunked one out of the air. And it just kind of fell out of the air. It was like it was a... Look, that's two. I, I can't name another team that's ever done it once. And the Diamondbacks have done it twice, and both times end up in uh, the National League Championship Series with uh, an elimination game on their hands. God damn it. Go Diamondbacks, but just kind of, you know, keep it cool, huh? <laughs> Isn't it enough? Isn't what you've done enough? Well, you guys can stop now and everybody be happy. We'd still probably have a parade for you. Done that before. They qualified three games ago. Yeah, for the parade. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, they're probably announcing that to happen before the World Series even starts. We'll have a parade on uh, Sunday. They had a parade for the uh, Aces in Las Vegas because they're back-to-back world champs. Did all Huge. ten people show up? Uh, it was just hard to watch Mark Davis pretend that he's the owner of the Aces and the Raiders to go out and go Las Vegas. We are still world champions. I'm like, not in what you want to be, bro. They set it up, but they ran into construction for the... Uh, <laughs> right, because the right, coming, because yeah. a real sport is about to happen on those streets. So they drove them around a little bit. And then the coach comes up and says, I don't know, I've been thinking, NBA, WNBA, there's just no comparison for Asia Wilson. Like You can't comp an NBA player to one of your WNBA girls. I can. All current players would whip her ass. All of them. Twelfth guy on every bench would beat her. I can comp them all day long. Oh, she thinks she does. Freshman. Never seen. High school. Yes. Yes. A top blue chip recruit. I'll give you sophomore. (laughs) Sophomore blue chipper, and we'll spot you three, and that kid's going to win 11 to 4. Don't. That's the reason people hate the WNBA is because you say ridiculous garbage like that. I can't even think of a player in the NBA as good as her. Look, what? <laughs> Look at their parade route. It's between New York, New York, and the park. It's not even yeah. like on the oh, main street. They don't go on the road because it's under construction. He's not yeah. kidding. It's uh, the F one. So they they drove a bus from New York, New York, the, down the back end all the way through where those restaurants are across T Mobile's parking lot, and, wow. then, and then over to that. <laughs> It's just stupid. 
There's a few people out there. I'll give them credit for that. Not like the one in Chicago where they were throwing water bottles at them and they were like eight people. But, I mean, you got tourists and stuff who go, yeah. like, there's plenty of Asians there going, what's going on? <laughs> Is that Spider-Man? You know, we're doing Satisfaction in the Night of the Thing Dead, tribute to the dead Rolling Stones, right? You know what I didn't know? The lyric, and I, and now I've screwed it up, so when you hear it, I might mess it up for you forever. You know, I can't get no girly action. I always thought he was saying girly action. He's saying girl reaction. I can't get huh. no girl, girl reaction. Girl. Now I think I it's, thought it was yeah. too. So now it sounds like an Asian guy saying what I thought. Girl reaction. <laughs> I can't get no girl reaction. It's the same now. Somebody said it was a tattoo on your chest. God damn it. That's going to hurt. You're going to be the next Flip Orly here pretty soon. <laughs> oh, no. People see me in the... Yeah, but that's the second person said tattoo oh, on the chest. No. Little tiny one, though, right? Oh, that's right. You said the Rising was going to be the train. That's game. right. When the Phoenix Rising win it all. <laughs> if the Phoenix... I'll let Mark my word. Here we oh, go. No. Here we Age go. 15, do this. 8.50 and 3 seconds on 10.24.23. If the Rising ever win the World Series, I'll get a tattoo <laughs> of the Rising logo on my back. I've learned. I've learned. Now, God forbid they change the name of the soccer championship to the World Series. And I'm, but put it down. 8.50. Oh. 24th of October, 2023. The league changed names. <laughs> we got to, just to be dicks to me, that soccer-hating prick. Change the name of the thing to the World Series. We'll play three games. <laughs> anyway, so if it's my chest, and but that was to win the World Series, correct? They don't have that. They I just say the yes. tattoo is on I was the chest. It was the I'll win. do it here on the show, too, just so you have to hear my screams. <laughs> uh, I'll bite down on a towel. I'm not good with needles. I don't know. That's yeah, we saw idea. you during oh. the COVID test at one time. Just to get my finger pricked, I almost passed out in front of you. I can handle, like, getting stabbed in the arm and stuff with, like, I don't like it. But those when they just puncture you with that little thorn, oh, it's the worst. So I get a Diamondbacks tattoo on my chest if they win it. All right, I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to go on record right now and say I, they win I'm, today. I'm done with the Cubs. Does that make me less... Am I a modern sports fan? Yes. I think so, too. And I'll mean it. I get invested. I'll, but damn it all if I don't have some of the coolest Cub stuff you've ever seen. But if they get another championship, what do I do with all that cool stuff? My Ernie Banks. I'll give you 10 cents on the dollar for it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to give you a punch in the schnoz. Ernie Banks, let's play, too. I got an autographed picture. Big one. I can't. I can't imagine. You said it. I know. I gave you your outs too. And here they are about to do it, which is more impressive. I've got those, uh, you know, the jerseys just sitting in there, but I can't break it out for that. What's your Diamondbacks? I feel like it'd be. That's bad. But you've never had a passion for baseball. No, but I. But like you've never lived and you never cried as a kid because your team. You never just not wept. rooting for yeah the actual team I'm playing yeah, in on, 1984. Oh sure, that's yeah, different. Yeah. That's that's not the actual Cincinnati Reds. I hate to break it to you, you weren't actually with the you weren't with the uh, uh, the squad. You weren't <sighs> affiliated. My dad told me no. I was. You had a logo in the back that probably said Chico's Bail Bonds. <laughs> that's who you were playing for. But like in 1984, I stood in the front yard on South George Drive in Tempe, 
screaming at the top of my lungs after the, the Cubs clinched the NL East by beating the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> screaming at the top of my lungs. Went back in, go 2-0 on the Padres in the very last ever five-game NLCS series. Then they went to seven games because the Cubs had no lights, and they thought... And they also did three games in San Diego because the Cubs had no lights. And so the better team got the... And they lost all three games in Leon San Diego. Durham. Leon Durham. Leon, goddamn Durham. And the Steve, original Buckner. Steve Garvey dropping that bomb over Henry Cotto's glove, and I cried like a baby. Fast forward 2003. About to win it, game six. My Muhammad Atta target sitting next to me. Just missed her. Says, oh my God, they're going to the World Series. And I'm like, there are six outs left. I'm a Cubs fan. Anything can happen. One out later, Steve Bartman. Cried like a baby. I've never cried for the Diamondbacks. You might now. How do you build that kind of love? Over time. Oh, this is like a divorced woman going, I'll never love again, though. And then you find that special someone. and It's got to be the heritage part of it or something, <sighs> or you've been doing it for so long. Because I get, I'll get choked up every now and then, but that's a high-state game because you grew up watching Not a chicken bone, Brady. You're actually yeah. just choking on something. Well, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ohio State, you actually have passion for. Yeah. You never cry when the Reds lose. You don't care. You don't really care. When the Bengals drop, you're like, meh. And you're over it a day later. You can probably a little more for that than the Reds, but you don't really care. Like, you got that heart, deep, entrenched kind of thing. I'm moving it. Well, what happens if... I'm uh, moving it! You know, I mean, the D-backs could do the World Series twice in less than 100 years. Okay, that's not fair. That and wasn't very nice. What? Of course, that's an easy... That's low-hanging fruit, man. <laughs> Enjoy your tattoo. Yeah, buddy. one out of every. Now you're rooting for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> now to, I am, and they know it's going to be worse in a month or so. I'm going to be sitting at a goddamn Kirby recital. My whole life's falling apart. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that. Yeah, she quit playing the viola. Yeah, but isn't she doing some other kind of? Yeah, awful girls basketball. She's still doing that. Hasn't committed yet. Yes. What is she doing for extracurricular that I have to witness? Singing? Well, it's between uh, basketball and soccer. She's thinking about taking her talents girls to soccer. soccer. Girls. <laughs> Terrible girls soccer, too. Like young, awful girls soccer. Then you can wait. There's uh, tennis in the spring. Oh. Good Christ. What kind of father are you? You got to get her involved in some programs. You're going to Michael Hutchins? <laughs> I might. <laughs> I might be part of Night of the Singing Dead next year. It's one of the features. Anyway, we'll go D-backs and... Getting there is enough. But, man, if they win it all, they deserve it. See them hoisting that trophy. I'll be at the parade with my new tattoo. <laughs> all right. Stamp it. It's in the cement. You heard it here. I am going to stand by what I said back in May and then again when I mouthed off last week. Both times lying out of, like, completely thinking this was an impossibility. Just making laughs about, like, ah, you're all crazy. And here it is, staring me back in the face. Goodbye, Dave Kingman, Bruce Souter, Bill Buckner, Leon Durham, Rick Sutcliffe, Ryan Sandberg, Boa, Say, Sosa, Bryant. Goodbye to all of them. Harry. Harry. Oh. Ooh. Ouch. Well, maybe Bob Brenly will start going crazy. 
<laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, it's eight fifty six. Oh, my fandom is in is in turmoil. Uh, but the Diamondbacks are here. And I know the Suns. I got the Suns. I've been a Suns fan since I was a little kid. Since we moved here, my first basketball team never waver. I say discouraged. Never, you know. I don't know if I can jump. do this. I don't know if I can mean it. I really don't. I can wear Diamondbacks clothes Look like an idiot. <laughs> that dumb snake and that big dumb D. Don't talk about your team that way. I know. Got to start learning. My ex-wife was better. You just hang out with Clark. <laughs> That's basically what I'm saying. I hated Clark. Clark was you stupid. Proud of Clark. No, I hated so. Clark. Clark's At least dumb. you lose that one idiot who's that uh, woo-woo guy. Ronnie no, woo-woo. Guys. Yeah. Clark and woo-woo you disappear. deal with Flag Lady right But then the I got man. Baxter, Flag Lady, and Roger Klein. Oh, no. And Guy Fieri right across the street at all times. Oh, God. <laughs> Go, Phillies! Uh, it's 857. <laughs> we got the hot releases coming up next. It's not yours. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. Ah, uh, man. The emails are flying in about this, this Diamondbacks swapperoo. And uh, it's like a 50-50 thing. This is... John, the Diamondbacks aren't sustainable. This is a team of tryhards completely playing above their Mendoza line. Next year, when they're seven games under five hundred at the trade deadline, Gallon's gone, a Walker gone for seven minor leaguers, a veteran past his prime. We've seen this before. Goldie, Scherzer, the entire 2001 team, at least teams with like the Cubs and Mets. We know what to expect. <laughs> He's a Mets fan. So don't do this. Mets, Celtics, Dolphins, Rangers, Ducks football fan. I've seen six championships in 50 years. That's a mismatch. I'll never switch up. Yeah, you bounced no around kidding. like I did as a kid. Mets and Celtics, that's a tough combo. Understanding where the Dolphins come from, I have no idea. Rangers are in there. And the Oregon Ducks must have gone to Oregon. Michael, you're all Our over. Mighty Ducks. Oh, that could have gotten him. But that would have been hockey. It wouldn't have been yeah, the Oregon hockey. Ducks. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I can't wait to hear you cry like a baby for snacks in a tattoo chair. <laughs> that's probably true. Uh, Ryan says, John, walking away from sports is just like walking away from your first girlfriend. In 2020, I walked away from all sports. I was a diehard Packers fan. I ruined relationships with my family because I would skip weddings, funerals, any events to watch Packers get football. First football game I ever watched was the 97 Super Bowl, which Steelers should have been and beat the Packers. Blew it to the Broncos. Uh, I didn't even know what I was watching, but I knew I liked them, that team in green. For 20 years, I lived and died Packer green and gold. Toward Lambeau Field, cried over watching Favre and Rodgers. In 2020, I realized I don't enjoy this anymore. I'm watching politics more than anything else. It's a show. I would love to start watching the Packers and Suns again, but I know eventually it'll just break my heart and I never get a return. I can't do this to myself. Fill your time with something else or get a tattoo of Clark the Cub getting railed by the Diamondback on your chest. At least it's funny. Uh, It gets easier with time. (laughs) Rock on. Thank you, Ryan. Encouraging words. So I got a deal for you. Keep all your stuff. I'll give you 10 bucks for everything. I'll meet you down at the station. You give uh, $10 and a receipt that says I'm going to donate everything right back to you. That way you can keep your stuff because it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard giving away all that cool crap. But I love you, Joseph. I appreciate that, Joseph. Nice. little storage. John, this is your way out. Have Toledo get hold of his uh, girlfriend, Kate Gallego, and have her proclaim it Diamondbacks Day. <laughs> That's the jinx. Look what she did when she did Sun's Day. That's true. She did. I declare today Sun's Day. 
and they lost immediately everything. That's right. Can't do that stuff. Uh, this is another thing that I don't remember, but, you know, I'm, I'm uh, tattoo. Saying I'd be a Diamondbacks fan over the Cubs fan if this happens. Nick says, I remember also that you said if the Snakes get to the World Series, you were going to butt old Rust butt. Oh, well, what? Brady, you agreed to it. We found the tape. <laughs> uh, we did. I said if they if they get to the World Series that I would BF old Rust butt. That's you. So you got to... You got to stand behind it, too. Again? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Instead of a tattoo of the Diamondbacks, John, just get a tattoo of a dead bird and two lines under it. Doesn't show you're a D-backs fan. It's just a weird tattoo. That's not bad. And then every time they kill a bird, I just add another line. Be like a real Diamondbacks fan, John. Get the words, the unit, right there on your piece. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Then you really will be flip orally. <laughs> That's true. And this is the one I've decided on. This is what it's I'm going to do. Closer this right is here. It. This is the one I've decided to do. If if the Diamondbacks do win the World Series, here we go. And I do have to get you the said tattoo. Win the World Series. I said win the World Series for the tattoo. Right? Did you find that clip yet? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Good. Maybe it's not real. If we find that clip, and it turns out that I did say that, and I do kind of remember that, like getting really snotty and marking the time again, like, and everybody's like, "Oh, stop, stop!" And then we laugh because like. And we all turn the mics off. Don't worry about it. It's like, here we go. <laughs> Just do the tattoo. And this is, I'm announcing it right here and right now. This will be my tattoo if the Diamondbacks win the World Series. Ready? I don't know. On my chest. Five inches by three inches, let's say. Drew Haybatter. I'll get a tattoo of Brady as the mascot on my chest. This I will do if they would, because that makes sense. You know, there's a tie to you for at least 27 yeah. years, and that makes tons of sense. People are like, who's that? It's like, is my uh, late broadcast partner. <laughs> uh, because that's what I'll end up saying about it most of the time. And underneath it, you have to have the words, hey, fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's beautiful. There you go. <laughs> that's perfect. And then a tattoo of my dad in the back going, I don't think that guy knows you. <laughs> he does. I work with him. No, he, he doesn't know you. Hey, fan! A tattoo of Brady as Drew Haybatter. The original mascot. Over of, your heart. No, no, no. Oh, no. I thought you said Way over. Chest. Well, yeah, my heart isn't that big. Not like yours. It's not enlarged. It's just normal size. <laughs> well, just go over, a, go over here. Jesus. Well, I'm a little bitter well, right now. I'm kind of angry. <laughs> he thinks your whole chest. Let's go deep back. Yeah. <laughs> That would be worth it because I will spend. I will spend more time in my life saying that's my my late friend Brady than I will say that's Drew Haybatter. I'll just say it was a tribute to you eventually. So that works out. Oops, Wild America plays for no reason. So we've decided it. They win the World Series. They have to get there first, but they win the World Series. I will get a Drew Haybatter tattoo on my chest. So nice. then getting there, Cubs are gone. And if they win, you got Brady on your chest Damn it. forever. Man. Well, I've had Brady on my shoulders forever, so I might as well <laughs> move him on over. All right. Yeah, right here. Right over the old three by five is a little bit. That's like an index card. Maybe a little smaller than that. You know what I mean? Five by seven, maybe. That's a little heavy. That's all. Well, going to need some space for this one. And did, were there any drawings of you when you were that? Like any animations of you as Drew Haybatter back in the day? Or just pictures of you? I'm not sure. I don't 
think so. Maybe we get Hoffman to do an animation for us. I think he did one. I'll have to go through Of Drew Haybatter? I think he did, he's done one. But him looking over his shoulder and it just says Haybatter on the jersey and then underneath it just say Hey fan. <laughs> People are like, what's wrong? And then I'll never take my shirt off again. So the whole world wins. <laughs> no more cabana at no, no, just I'll be that guy in a t-shirt in the pool. He doesn't look overweight. He must have scars. Just guy in t-shirt in the pool. That's all right. I'm normal. Oh, this is ridiculous. Anyway, we got the hot releases coming up. It is a fun time, but we'll see. Hot releases right around the corner. We'll see uh, what's coming your way next. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All righty then. Uh, it is time now for us to uh, find out. I got all these emails coming. Everybody's making fun of me. <laughs> no, I know Brady feels. This sucks. Someone <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, you can't take the easy way out, man. Lovable losers. Us Cub fans need guys like you to stick with them. Till we're six feet under. You walk away from the Cubs, makes you no better than Toledo's dad. You don't abandon something terrible after you realize your horrible mistake like Toledo's dad did. You stick it out like a man. It's true. Billy. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but you got to stick to your word like a man. Too, I, there's the, the other problem. side. That's the thing. As an individual man, yeah. Brett's, Brett's pulling and pushing. None of this is any fun for me. But it is fun. And tonight, boy, that sigh of relief. <laughs> or the, okay, here we go. And I'm not, and the one guy goes, you're not going to sell it all. Shut up. You're not going to do it. All right. Now you're calling me yellow? I just you. Now you're challenging a guy to sell all of his stuff. Yellow belly. I will. Todd's calling you out. We will have an online memorabilia sale. And we'll give it to oh. charity or something. Yeah. What about the one in the office? Gone. Really? Yep. We'll put oh. up a... Catel Marte. You know, that's not yours to sell. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, that's true. Guy did claim that after it was gifted to me. <laughs> you got a lot of stuff already. Can I have that? I'm like, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> but. Anyway. Yeah, you got that signed Rizzo jersey, which still makes me mad. There's the other thing. I walk into the office every day. I look at that. I'm mad. There's what could have been sitting on the wall for one year. We got the championship, and that was it. It just didn't seem like enough. When is enough enough? They said Bryant was the one that really chaps you. Well, Bryant, well, I had a Bryant jersey, too. I got that. I got all, you know, we thought this team would stay together for years and become, like, synonymous with the Cubs, and they're not. Ah. Should have got the David Ross jersey. Yeah, he's the only still one. be good. He's going to get yeah. fired. What about the prom shot with Megan? Yeah, that's that good. I don't know. That's hers. Okay. You know, I can't claim that. <laughs> right. There's no Cubs in that. Like, oh, that's there's right. There's no yeah, logos yeah, yeah. in that yeah. thing, so that's just uh, Anthony Rizzo and Megan. She's, it's his logo, maybe. Yeah, it's the uh, body armor drink yeah. all over it. Yeah, she, that, she, that belongs to her. She can keep that. Posing with a Yankee? Exactly what I say every day. Got to get that down. There's a Yankee in it. Her dad's a Yankee fan. Just give it to him. Yeah, there you go. That's good. And he'll go, where am I going to put this? I'm like, I don't know. It's your daughter. I wish you would have taken that guy <laughs> over you, <laughs> oh, prick. Man. So do I. That would have been a smart move on her part. It's oh, on the really? ceiling. It's all right. <laughs> what? In the bedroom. Over dad, you pervert. No. Oh, the Rizzo. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Put it over her father, you weirdo. 
sure you can do no. that to a Yankee, but his daughter's in the photo. What do you do at home? Jesus Christ, why can't you just be miserable sports fans like the rest of us? Every year it's a disappointment after disappointment <laughs> yeah, I know. after disappointment until we die, yes. just like life. Yes, I know it's too much like life. <laughs> why, do, why do they play our loyalties like this? You feel like you're, you feel like you're doing something. You're not you're making a choice. The players aren't even loyal. They got us by the balls. And it feels good, I guess. Uh, anyway, it's time for the hot releases. It's brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ. Oh, I'm loyal to that. Yeah, delicious stuff. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com is the place to go. Meet Mesquite Repeat for the best barbecue in all the land. Eric's Family Barbecue brings you these hot releases. Uh, who would like to go first? Who do you want? Uh, I'll go with Brett first. This okay. All right. Not get silly. The music. Let's see here. All right, getting ready for Christmas. Mark oh. Tremonti from uh, Creed is doing Ooh. his, uh, this is the Christmas song, but he's got a Christmas carol song. He does like the standards now. Yeah. Been doing he's he's actually while. not bad. He's, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Didn't he do a whole Sinatra? Yeah. 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 From now until Just the end of the year. roasting All on an open fire. There'll be a lot of them. Corey Feldman Jack might be one of them. We gotta we gotta make contact. Gotta schedule that Christmas. I'm trying to figure out how to craft my email back to his manager. Just tell him to say, "Look, it's fifteen give me, grand." Give me some context. Dude, fifteen I'm grand. Context. Yeah, you know, he has seen King. You know, sing ten Christmas songs and come back King. Fifteen grand and just don't, no interviews. No, don't worry about it. Just yep. get up there, do your thing again. Maybe get Tremonti to do it. That'd be fun. I wonder if Tremonti would do our uh, happy endings. Then it turns into... For 15K? Now, now, oh, yeah. now we got Figgy Pudding, Cooper's show. Yeah, better not. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, we used to play this band uh, a while back, the Gaslight Anthem. Oh, yeah. And they got a new album called uh, History Books. This is Little Fires. Ninja Turtles. I don't remember them. I can't remember what song it was, name. but we did play him for a minute. I just don't understand the bitter scene inside the brain. They try to hold you, but you cut them when they pull you in. You take your cups out of it. It was a cup. All right, Gaslight Anthem doing what they do. Mm-hmm. All right, how about Taking Back Sunday? I remember that. This is sold. Oh, it looks like Taylor Hawkins. This is KDKB music. Jamming in the G-Wagon. Rolling over to the Pride Parade in October. You missed it by a lot of months. So, like I was saying, mm-hmm. this thing about Bring the Neverland story that is I did. Is this the song, or they just wrote no, it should right. be. a documentary about their music? Where they were Come on. Who cares about Taking Back Sunday enough to follow them through a barbecue? Right, yeah. All right, there you go. They're taking back Sunday. They do what they do. Uh, Duran Duran's got a new one out. This is uh, Black Moonlight. Is that one dude alive still? Yeah. He's been dying for months. They've been worried about him since... And I think uh, Nile Rogers produced this one. 
Did he? I believe so. I, I got to double check, but I'm pretty sure he did. Get to the course and see if Duran Duran's got some. How big would this have been? When they, were, when they were Duran Duran. Now. Well, this is clubby now. I like that bass line, though. So do I. Kind of funky. It's got a little thriller in it. Darkness falls. Looks like they, co- looks like they covered Psycho Killer, too. Did they? Check it out. The Talking Heads? I think so. Today, we're going to go uh, head to head commercial to see uh, Got to talk to Chef Bobby Flay about a cat. <laughs> That's the worst line in Men in Black. <laughs> we're going to talk to Bobby Flay about a cat. Psycho Killer, eh? Boy, Nile Rogers is influenced oh, the hell out of this. D'Angelo? Victoria D'Angelo featuring. Oh, Victoria. D'Angelo, the RG. Definitely Psycho Killer. Oh, yeah. Oh, scooch up, Simon. Start singing. I love the original. Me too. All right. Duran Duran's got a new album out. Who knew? All right. uh, Dirtheads get excited because Dawkins got a new one. Yeah. Yeah. This is Fugitive. What is it? A race between them? George Lynch had to beat him out last week? Yeah, I think so. Lynch Mob had one last week, right? Yeah. Oh, Don looks horrible. (laughs) Wow. Like a children's theater set. It's like Weird Al's 1800s character. It's yeah. like Mr. Rogers' yeah. I was going to say it's Mr. Yeah, Rogers' porch. It's got to be. Here comes uh, Lady yeah. Elaine and Mary, or Mayor, uh, oh no, it's, uh, the mailman, McFeely. What yeah. am I doing? Lady Elaine. Boomerang, 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 tits. I wave my magic boomerang and bring you Dawkins. Oh my god. Maybe stop I, doing I, videos, guys. I thought I posted that one. Hello, Lady Elaine Fairchild. How's your day? Quiet down, Tits Dawkins on. That is Mr. Rogers' house. It's like Harvey Keitel's yeah. lead singer. Yeah. What did Joe thinking? What yeah. was Joe thinking? You got stabbed in the gut. It's Axel Keitel. Yeah. Follow me because I drive fast. See if you can keep up on the wolf. <laughs> All right. Uh, in this moment. <laughs> this is good coffee. This is the this purge. good coffee. Is. You're going to follow me. you got to keep up. You've been stabbed in the gut. You're not going to make it, kid. <laughs> what was Joe thinking? Who is this? In this moment. Oh. Oh, this is a that annoying Paul Bucket. Yeah, yeah. Paul <laughs> Bucket. She's probably having a seance right about now. It's Halloween time. Remember, she did it for a show. Yeah. She looks really Joe from Dead. Too. Yeah, she looks pretty now. Like not that she wasn't, but like yeah. really good now. I don't know what she said. I, I couldn't case, tell. So anyway, there you go. Maybe we're plucked. Yeah, I think that's what she said. 
All right. How about the new one for an autopsy? This is throat sauce. So I'm oh, sure this yeah. is going to be great. Oh. OJ song. This <laughs> Taylor Swift wrote this book. Sauce. I thought you said throat <laughs> yeah, sauce. Throat sauce. Which is Brady's new flavor. <laughs> I'm going to be an OJ song. Yeah. Throat sauce. <laughs> a privilege to fall by its grace. Throat sauce. Your blood paints a mask on my face. Okay. That guy. All right. Swipe uh, two swipes. Little unstable there, Chachi. <laughs> and that brings us mel- a, <laughs> brings a, a melody on those lyrics. Throat saw. Put it in your sauce hole. No, it's throat saw. Oh, never mind. I thought it was throat sauce. And that brings us to the game of sweeping the nation. Right. N word or F word? I don't remember who won last week. I did. Okay. And who do we have? This is a Trick Daddy featuring Lil John, and this is Let's Go. Oh, this is a friendly N word. Friendly N-word today. Trick Daddy. Uh, angry N-word. All right, Brady. Don't leave you with I'll me. go with an F-word. All right. Here All we right, go. Here Good we luck. Oh, man. It's a, almost wow. a double, but Brady wins. That's <laughs> an F and N-word yes. up. Oh, my God. That was close. That was a photo finish. <laughs> Go to the tape. (laughs) Let's go to the surveillance tape. (laughs) There we have the F word, followed closely by the N word. Clearly a one-two finish. Not a F, a N word up. You were close. You were close. So close. Man, oh man, those are some lyrics. Dangerous. Makes Makes my white heart leap. I get nervous every time. That game, you have, don't realize the peril we put ourselves yeah. in playing that. <laughs> All right, Toledo uh, TV, what do you got? All right, games, uh, the big game out this week is Just Dance 2024. That's right, Just Dance is still a game that Man. comes out for uh, kids and families, I guess, because it's on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, they got big girls dancing. Oh, of course, that woman dancing to Beyonce. That's enough. Uh, you Family Gilbert's got that. I'm not watching that. You know what you're getting with that. You'll like this one, John. On Hulu, from the makers of Letterkenny, comes Shorzy. Shorzy's got a show. Shorzy, this is season two. Shorzy's one of the characters. There's no possible way. So the creator, uh, Jared Kiso, took the formula he crafted with Letterkenny yeah. and applied it to a serialized comedy about a bunch of hockey doofuses in northern Canada that shows the true love of the sport and team camaraderie. Better than any sports comedy before it. No kidding. Well, Letterkenny's pretty brilliant in the first couple of years. He's he's Shorzy. It's him. Yeah. But he's too old to play now. Well, he that's a part of the show is that he's so old he's playing junior league hockey. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> the, the first three seasons of Letterkenny, once you catch up on the pacing, yeah. about as funny a writer, uh, writing as you'll ever watch. It's brilliantly funny. Uh, on Paramount Plus is uh, Fellow Travelers. It's an intense, decade-spanning romance that anchors fellow travelers. Hawkins Fuller, played by Matt Bomer, is a slick charmer who advances his career in politics by keeping his private life locked up tight. Gay. Tim Laughlin is the eager young idealist who gets under his skin. He's gay. Yep. They're, they're a fair. So it's dudes having an affair and then keeping it quiet. There's a special lady in the picture. stunning. Did I just have this this weekend? Have you ever had yeah. inappropriate physical contact with another man? No. Yes, you did. 
This is known as the Dwight Howard story. This one. You've been paying attention to that? Uh-uh. Dwight Howard in the NBA. Superman? Dude, yeah, accused him of sexual assault. And so he's like, yeesh. We went back to his room to make out and stuff. And, like, Dwight Howard's not really hiding that part. He goes, well, he didn't force him into a threesome. And then one of the claims the guy made, he gay straight or otherwise, he said, Dwight towered over me and then held my legs and gave me uh, uh, unwanted oral sex. I'm like, if that's the worst part of your day, <laughs> if somebody gives you an unwanted... Like, if Larry just pushed me around right now, I'm going to blow you. i be like, ah, ah, don't do it. Of course I'm going to let him finish. That's not a rape. <laughs> it's a good day. Look, Blair. if I'm half hard for it, come on. You're not forcing anything other than what's a BJ ah, amongst boys. Stop! No more. Please quit it. Quit giving me unwanted oral sex. That's like a glory hole. Yes. Oh no! Oh ah! My life, God! Why are you so unfair to me that I'm being attacked with unwanted oral <laughs> from Dwight Howard? Oof. And then he said I was sexually assaulted. Dwight Howard's seven feet tall, 265 pounds. Every time he has sex, it's an assault. Yeah, he's lucky to be alive. (laughs) He had to switch to dudes. There isn't a woman on the planet can house that thing. (laughs) I got to be gay. Why? Look at me. Um, He's a specimen of a human being. I've always thought that about Dwight Howard. He's everything. Year 18 or whatever. Everything I'd always wanted to be as a physical human being is Dwight Howard. He's a perfect body. It is a perfect thing. And you say, oh, that makes you gay. I wouldn't want him as a gay partner. He's gargantuan. You know, if he's in proportion, that thing's got to be the size of my calf. Your boner garage would have to be a hangar. (laughs) (laughs) Park a couple of cars. I could get an RV in there. Blimp garage. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, this whole story is about, well, it's breaking. But the dude went on Reddit and he's got all this other stuff. I'm looking it up on the, and yeah, Dwight Howard. The sons I would take Dwight Howard. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm off on this. No, you're good. Uh, Hurry up. On Netflix, uh, Pain Hustler, starring Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. She said someone was fat once. Right. Dreaming of a better life for her and her young daughter. Lands a job with uh, Pete, a failing pharma startup. I will make my life count. Did we bring up how much Meryl Kelly looks like Chris Elliott, by the way? No, we should. We should bring that. That was a A fit Chris Elliott. Yeah. Um, It was other kinds of knives, too. This is boring already. Yeah. So, Pain Hustlers is about the oxy, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of those going on. Uh, Check flick. Oh, this there we go. This one's for Brett. Yes. Get, get Gotti on Netflix. Brett, are you in this? Get a doctor to prescribe your drug. I can only get one of Oh, you got two of them running. There's your grandfather. Docu series. <laughs> You're still running the Emily I stopped it. On Sunday, faces multiple life sentences and up to 105 years in prison if convicted on all charges. John Gotti was going down. We had to get Gotti good. This is about the Rico charges, yes. not about the mob. No, 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 getting no. him. Well, and it's about all the the family players apparently right. that the they had rats. To... Yep. Uh, all right, so. Hot Potato on Prime Video. This one's for Brady, probably for me because my son watched this a lot. Hot Potato, the story of the Wiggles. <laughs> Hi, where the Wiggles? Hot Potato, Hot Potato. They're like the Beatles for toddlers. These tickets were harder than the Stones and Springsteen. Frank was big into the Wiggles. Ask Frank about the Wiggles. Yeah. He took Joey. He used to be a psychologist. Uh, Might have gotten backstage. 
This just confirms my choice to oh. go visit Dr. Lynn. <laughs> so, oh, my yeah, God. Show a Wiggles video to a guy and say you want kids. Dude, His you reaction. have no, ado- That's no birth idea control. how addicting this stuff was to what am I a do? kid. And a dinosaur. Producers said your videos make us cringe. <laughs> oh, no. He's asleep. I remember saying, let's just try it anyway. I don't want to watch any more of it. Selling out 10,000-seat arena. I still don't get it. Nobody gets it. Uh, all right. The last one I have is uh, Five Nights at Freddy. It's on yeah. Paramount Plus, and it's I also in theaters money. right now. It's uh, the video game that they made a movie out of. Yes. The security. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's is a big thing. This place was huge in the 80s with the kids. They shut it down years ago. The owner's just not ready to let it it's go. It's not yet. Kruger, is it? No. I will Who's Freddy? And you will Freddy's a bear. Freddy's a bear. Like you play, you play the character in the video game. The big murder, murder game. And movies that turn into, I mean, The Last of Us is the only one that a game turned into a movie that was any good. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. All right. There you go. Time. Those are your hot releases, everybody. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Meet Mesquite Repeats. Gage, Gage, Gage. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Yeah, I'm getting up for that. <laughs> You can count on that one. Uh, it is uh, disturbed right there inside the fire. Let me get out of here real quick. I didn't, my, my button's right. Brett distracted me with some <laughs> long butts. <laughs> I had to take a look at a long butt. Check out the long butt on this one. I'm like, I gotta look at that. I, gotta look, I don't even know what he's talking about. I gotta go look at that. So we got our eyes open for long butts right now. Long butts are a real thing. Yeah, they are. Some I never girls knew. have it. long butts. A lot of them. It's weird. But. <laughs> Brett pointed it out, and we all laughed, and what are you going to do? Just letting you in on the, what goes on here while Disturbed plays. Uh, it's not just the, the band that's Disturbed. Uh, it is time now. Oh, wait, I got one more to read. It says, uh, Dear John, about my loyalty to baseball. You already know this. I'm like a tranny Rob. I don't care about sports, but I am all over this. I might start watching just to see if you have to eat your own words. It would bring me great joy. To hear you shedding tears over the air while you're sitting there taking needles to the chest and watch your beloved Cubs gear fly off the auction bidding sites. You know, though, no Brady tattoo would be complete without a Brady joke underneath him saying something like, Something I gotta get off my chest. (laughs) Pure gold if it goes down. It's the first time in my entire life I've been excited about sports. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you, Ethan. This is the mo- like. I this is a- hey fam, hey fam. <laughs> so why would you get rid of your Cubs memorabilia? It's a valuable and uh, memorable part of your childhood. And the Diamondbacks win, I agree. Drew Haybetter tattoo is pretty awesome if they get the series. With that said, I'm a fellow Cubs fan myself, and I will say it for you: go D-backs. There's a good feeling about that. Said John, you never said the tattoo had to be a permanent one. Signed Toledo's dad. <laughs> get one of them henna rides. Maybe. Uh, it's time now for uh, the Entertainment Drills, brought to you by our friends over at ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. You want to check out all their seminars. they got a lot coming up. Uh, you can check out what they've got coming up at ReactDefense.com. Not only that, like I told you yesterday and like I tell you all the time, uh, there's going to be some crowds maybe downtown. If all things go Arizona's way, no jinx, no homo, the Suns and Diamondbacks will have a game at the same time 
World Series and a, a home game against uh, the Spurs on Tuesday night. Halloween of all things. Costumes, 70,000 people in one spot. That is ripe for bad guys. I hate to be the weirdo that puts that weight blanket on the party, but uh, come on. Everybody dressed up and you can't find out who's what, and that is a place you need to start having your head on a swivel. Just go keep your eyes open. The party's fun, but we all saw Halloween. We know how it works. If you have any idea how crowds work or what you can do in a crowd or got a little training in case things go sideways, uh, you should go there and uh, and learn that stuff if you don't have it. I've got a few things in my uh, tool belt, thanks to the folks at reactdefense.com, that make me a little more confident when I get in situations that can be a tad uncomfortable. And it doesn't have to be a big crowd. It can be one-on-one. It can be uh, just kind of a situation you need to avoid. You go through all the setups, all the scenarios, and you do it uh, through amazing drills that will get you in great shape while you do it. Check them out, reactdefense.com. Keeping the valley safe and all of us uh, turn it into sheepdogs. That's the goal. Then the bad guys move on to somewhere else. They don't have tactical black. Brady, entertain me. Paris Hilton's baby boy Phoenix has a pretty big head. He's massive. She you posted see that a thing? picture of it, and she's been catching some flack. He looks like Mr. Mackey like, from South Park. It's like Toledo? Yep. That's, well, they're, <laughs> they're comparing Stewie from Family Guy, too. He's got that. It's not football shape, though. He's Toledo's head. I bet it is, Toledo looks like Toledo. Paris. I'm going to pull it up. That, Paris Hilton might be Toledo's mom. She commented. Uh, he's said, a dead uh, lay too. I'm, he's not in the room to defend. I was too. I'm sorry. Thank you, Brett. I, I actually aimed my face at you for that. I knew you'd like that most. Whoa! Sorry, you see the size of that oh thing? Oh my yeah. God, my yeah. own! Look yeah. at this thing. My it is a look at that. But I, oh. Now, in fairness, no, it might be huge. the angle. They, no, they go through that, that stage. Nobody goes through that Brady, stage. Brady, I'm 51. I've not gone through that stage. No. That's oh. a big That's head. Even yeah. Toledo, even Toledo, load that kid. That's a big head. Whoa! He's, he's what? Three months old, and he's already oh a seven and five eighths. God, that is a big headed child. Look at the head on that kid. <laughs> Larry just, Larry just laughs. <laughs> now, again, the angle of this photo with her leaning back makes her head look real small, and his. But it's a big. No, head. that's, that's a, you know, there's head. really no getting around that. She though. said there are some sick like people it? in this world. My angel is perfectly healthy. Perfectly healthy, yeah. He's got two brains. He's also a genius. She used to let him sleep on his side because his head is. Yeah. He, has a lar- he has a large brain right now. What's it done to her? Did she have a C-section? I hope so. She can be in a wheelchair. We got other pictures. Nice Burberry. Oh, it's getting though. worse. Yeah, if it gets closer, it should uh, help it, and it's making it worse. He's, he's already got, got the, a receding hairline. He's also got male pattern baldness. He does. <laughs> he's adorable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like an alien. He's an alien, but yeah, he's adorable. He's an adorable thing from the planet Belmac. <laughs> wow. Larry McFeely. His first words were... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I think he's hungry. I woke up and our son was 21. He's species. I'm here to procreate. That's her? Before the birth, right? I would imagine. By the way, has anyone aged better than Paris Hilton? I didn't see She's that. She's aging well. I did not see that going well. Is Steve Aoki the father? <laughs> it's what it looks like. I did not see Paris Hilton aging well. I thought she would start because she was so always so put on perfect when she was in her twenties. I thought she she looks better now than she's ever looked. And I know it's all still filtery and stuff, but she still looks really good. And she also snowed us all. 
She basically said, I was putting on a show 20 years ago. I'm actually pretty smart. Like, that's filtered, Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah. And it looks filtered. But unfiltered doesn't look that different. Anyway. Remember the... Still a dead lay. Yeah, I saw a watch movie. In Paris, they rolled out of the, of the rock. The white guy? Yeah. The one comment that... Uh, Sent the rock over the edge. He says he looks like uh, Vin Diesel. He says that's it. I'm that's paying it. for a new wax figure. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, All right, Jabronis, that one's going away. <laughs> but why? I don't want to look like you. Can you smell what the rock is wrecking? So he's going to fix it, and then he goes. Um, when Did it's you see done, one? I'm going to go over to Paris and have a beer with my guy. Was it Little Wayne or Little John that had his wax statue? And it's just awful. Uh, it's, uh... One of the Lil. It was a Lil. One of the Lil's had one done. Lil Wax. What was it? Uh, find it real quick. Hang on. It's Lil Wayne. But it looks like, uh... I'm trying to pull it up. It looks like when you go to those places that do old tribesmen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's like, here's how the tribesmen of the, uh, Wakatukis used to live. I'm like, oh, that's bad. It looks terrible. Anyway, thanks for everybody's support. Diamondbacks today, 5.07. Suns tonight should start right after the Diamondbacks game ends. Because I think it's the uh, TNT game, so it's 8 o'clock. We're going to have sports, sports, double sports night. What a night. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Somebody wrote in after seeing that picture of uh, Paris Hilton's kid. Poor husband ain't ever hitting those sidewalls again. No, (laughs) Princess Diana would have made it through that time. Oh, Oh, man. There's a collapse. (laughs) Uh, It's 10-10. That's it for us. We're all done. Larry's coming up next. Be nice to him. He'll be nice to you. I think he's got Night of the Singing Dead tickets to give away for all you weirdos who want it. If not, go to CBLive.com. Help out the charity. Go to uh, uh, CopperBlues.com downtown. Check out their showroom side. And help out. It's uh, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue is the recipient to this thing at the end. So it's all for a good cause, us getting drunk and goofing around. That's it. Larry's next. Have yourselves a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. Go D-backs. It's 98. Bye. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.